Welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through cooperative experience, then relay to you, the listener, if this game is the creme de la creme of co-op or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. Philip, uh, my birthday passed. I know. Happy birthday. And happy we get there, birthday. Oh, hold on. We got to don't talk yet. We got to introduce the guest. So oh, we fuck. have not been doing... No, you're fine. <laughs> but stop interrupting so I can introduce you. We have been doing a very piss poor job of properly respecting all our guests that have been coming on the pod. Lately, we've just been a bunch of good old boys just getting back in there, having a good time. Back to the formalities. Every episode is somebody's first episode and favorite Pokemon. So I am proud to introduce Keith of the Main Quest podcast, the number one retro gaming podcast for the record. Video game podcast. I think th- what's the tagline? Keith, you can you can talk now. Yeah, that's that that's it. Usually I usually I add like some sort of weird either Qualifier. current event tagline to it or yeah. maybe it has something to do with the game. Uh so I could be like, ah, oh, this is the number one retro gaming podcast that guests on a co-op podcast but plays solo or something like that. I, that wasn't very good. That's fine. <laughs> we quite a few of those. You said Pokemon for some reason, but now I'm curious because I was like, what episode are we on? What Pokemon is the episode that we're on? Oh, that could be relevant. What episode so, number is this? Uh, 121. Wait, so what I'm number is that? Right Taurus? Tor- Chansey. Taurus. Chansey. No. Got one more guess. Uh, okay. Before you're executed. No, no. It's in the, the top 150. All right. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Thinking real hard. Mr. Mime. Starmie. Starmie? Yeah. Oh, no. oh wow i didn't know he was so deep i thought he'd be in the the top 60 or so at least yeah yeah i don't know i haven't looked at the, like the actual pokedex in a long time so i have no relevant i just know that the first couple are the starters and then i yeah. have no idea anymore except for pikachu which is like 24 or 25 or something like that pikachu wasn't that like not supposed to be the it doesn't matter this is the starmy not- episode so Starmie shout out to all the Starmie, Starmie Starmie enjoyers. Yeah. yeah. Starmie stands. Yeah, that's good. Is yeah. it Starmie? Star you that's like, huh! Yeah, that's what I say. Like, Star you and Starmie, like, well, Starmie. Is it Wah! in the anime for some reason? The Which I assume that's just the English one. I don't actually know if they do that in the Japanese original one. All right. Uh, but the but Starmie has an organ known as its core. An organ glows in seven colors when Starmie is unleashing its potent psychic powers. Wow. Category mysterious. Ooh, mysterious. What's his body type? What is it breedable with? Who can breed with a Starmie? How do I look at that? Uh, I should say there's like field type, humanoid type. Like they have like weird little types. There's some people on the internet that don't care whether or not you can breed with a Starmie or not. It's just whether or not if you can stick something in it. Oh my god, I was watching this fucking YouTube video. It was like the weirdest mods that this guy has found on Fallout games. And one of them was in New Vegas that allowed you to have a mutant uterus and be able to breed with other with beasts of the of the land and then sell them to scientists. Or or and then you can you can infect other women with the vir- with the with the mutation. And then I don't know what the fuck this mod was. <laughs> it was, it was really strange. Yeah. 
it, it was a completely new game. Incredible. And, and they we say, are a video games podcast. <laughs> that was video game related. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about Starfield or our first experience with it later on. But before we get there, Keith, welcome to the pod. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Appreciate it. It's always Skipped good to over my birthday. Yeah, back to Nathan's no. birthday now. <laughs> you it's know all about happened? me. So the uh so my birthday was on Saturday. Our episode came out on Friday. We forgot. So we're by the way, we're recording on 9-11. Happy 9-11, guys. It was aliens. It was it was I don't believe that planes going a billion miles an hour could blow up a fucking (laughs) whatever the fuck I'm talking about. So we are uh, talking about my birthday. But what happened right before my birthday? Um, My debit card. No, no. that was a couple of days before. But my debit card got uh, the info got stolen. Oh no! There's well, another and, knave out there. Yeah. Well, they and they bought a bunch of shit on eBay. So my bank called up and they're like, "Hey, did you spend nine hundred bucks on eBay? And also, are you in India right now?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> what? <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, well, your bank account is frozen." And I'm like, "Oh God, I've got to, I got to go do that." But like, so I, so in between my my work and my closest bank there are three school zones and construction happening right now and they close at five and normally i get off at like 3 30 or 4 so on saturday and on saturday they close at like noon so i couldn't do it then i didn't do it on friday because i was going to get drunk with friends and i was like i'll do it on it'll be fine and then today it was fucking terrible so it's like i've just been eating drinking faucet water eating ramen noodles it's been really sad because i don't have any money but luckily, it's not 100 degrees anymore, so I don't have to fucking get water or anything, so it's fine. been roughing it. I'm Dude, sorry you went through that. Dude, for fucking real. I feel like I'm in Far Cry 2, you know? <laughs> you <laughs> have the malaria bills and everything, yeah. Or just a broke 22-year-old college student. Oh, it's fucking sad. But happy birthday, Nave. Thank you're you. Over, you're over the hump now, right? At 30. Yeah. I'm at 30, and this is, this is where I start to get, like, distinguished looking, right? I started to get my my gray hairs. I started to become wise looking. Yeah, Jane was telling me she pulled up your uh, Facebook the other day, and she's like, "He looks 30. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. All right, but anyways, once again, welcome to the pod, Keith. I got a bone to pick with you specifically because you have actually been an inspiration <laughs> to me for me to clear out my backlog. Wait, so you're mad at me for that? <laughs> kind of because I'm mad at it, you too. It, for it went it. through waves. Because I, at first I'm like, oh, look at all the games. Like he, he's a man on a mission. He has made a list of so many games and he's just making episodes about him. He's just clearing out his list. He said what he's going to do and he's going to do it. He's even Checking doing extra bonus episodes. What? Chickens twice? Chicken twi- oh, yeah. <laughs> he did chickens twice. It's like Frogger, <laughs> but with chickens. But you're knocking out these games. And then I was listening to a more recent episode, and you're like, this year, I think I laid out about 10 games for my backlog I'm going to knock out. And I'm like, 10 games as I spit my coffee all over Arthur. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. (laughs) Only 10? I mean, I guess technically I'm always clearing out my backlog. But, I mean, like the premise of my show is that I'm replaying all the games that I grew up with. So, I mean, technically they're not backlog games because I've played them before. It's just been like 25, 30 years since I played them, so... Um, it was wild that I, I was listening to a podcast 
uh, earlier today at work. It's a Bad Friends podcast with Andrew Santano. Andrew Santino. What the fuck? And um, he was talking. They had a guest on, and they were talking about the Nintendo 64. They were, like, getting grounded. And he's like, okay, but can I go into the basement and play the Nintendo 64, or can I not? Like, And then they, were, they started talking about, <laughs> guess what fucking game they brought up, Philip? Star Fox. For, uh, Turok. Uh, Turok. Oh, Turok. He, said, he said my favorite game was Turok Dinosaur Hunter, and I almost dr- I almost turned into the fucking oncoming traffic. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Another Turok Enjoyer? Yes, and then the other guy was like, yeah, Turok, dude, and how they die. I was like, what the fuck? Like, uh, this is a thing that exists outside of Oklahoma? Well, I mean, it was great have- for that multiplayer, right? So it was like, you could either play multiplayer in Goldeneye, Star Fox, or Turok, right? Well, Turok 2 was the one multiplayer. Turok 1 was just single player. But then they were like, look at this fucking box art. Isn't this badass? And it's fucking Turok with the fucking knife to the raptor's throat. I was like, oh man, I love it so much. I can't wait to have Navon so he can just scream about Turok for two hours straight. Oh man, Turok 3 is getting remastered at the end of the year. It's the only one I haven't played. I'm so excited. They skipped Rage oh, Wars you. for some reason, but I, I assume it's because it's multiplayer only and the multiplayer yeah, for 2 died really fast. There's a Game Boy Advance to Rock game as well. Yes, I had it. It's not good. Oh. I have a, I have a, a, I guess a dare, a challenge, if you will, because next year, because you keep, everybody's always talking about clearing out their backlog. Next year, I plan on not buying a single brand new video game released in 2024 and instead i'm just going to focus on playing the shit that i have because i mean well i obviously we're talking about a game that just came out and it's like i i don't even have time for a new video game because i'm playing so much other shit so yeah next year makes me wonder anybody who's listening challenge yourself play what you've got don't buy anything don't don't give in to capitalism. What are you doing? It's these a game pass. These I have all cats these games are... I need to play. <laughs> these fat cats are already fat. Yeah, just yeah. dive into Game Pass. John Microsoft is too big. <laughs> You're the game's right. coming out in 2024. Alone in the Dark 2. Or no, that's just Alone in the Dark 1. Okay, they're too. remaking it for the third time now? Uh, let yeah, it die. I think, so. I think it's like a, di- a completely different thing. Oh, it's I not really see anything. The old one. I think Avowed is supposed to be coming out too. Final Fantasy XIV is coming to Xbox, but you don't care about that. Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Mm-hmm. New Like a Dragon game. I wish this was like a sinuous, a sinuous Saga 2 is supposed to be coming out. I wish this was an easier to read list. This is just a fucking list of every fucking game. I thought it would be like, these are the big ones. Who cares? Too long, didn't read. All right, Nave, what have you been playing? Uh, Starfield. <laughs> Yes. I've been playing just Starfield. Perfect. And we'll be talking about that later. Keith, what have you been playing? Um, besides for trying to play Starfield, I have been... What have I? Oh, right. Sea of Stars is <laughs> the other game. Not quite oh, Starfield, but it does have the word star in it. So uh, I've kind of been playing that on and off when I can. It's great. It's a really gorgeous game. Uh, it's a... Uh, 2d uh, action rpg kind of in the same vein as like if you've ever played chrono trigger or like those basically like uh you know any good snes rpg from back in you the know, 90s final fantasy 13 2 you know games like that right. <laughs> was that on final the fantasy 10 2 so. 
Advent Children. That's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also on the SNES. <laughs> Damn, those cartridges um, are huge. But yeah, it's really cool. Having a good time with it. So nice, nice. That's really all I have to say about it. I'm not very so, far. I don't know. I always love the the meme groups that are just throwing out the the trash bait posts that are like, "Why do they keep making turn based games or more pixels? What's all this pixel art doing in my modern games? Why do they keep like there's you don't need pixels anymore? You know what I'm saying? No, oh, this is the like. <laughs> I don't know if this was a bait post, but I shared it on X. But uh, somebody shared this thing that said uh, it was a a leak of the state of play, Sony state of play coming pretty soon. But it says, <laughs> actually, hold on here. You read this, Philip. Oh God. You send in links. Yeah. Just read the first three lines. All right. The two we are on X. The first black one. Okay. This is a, a leak from the state of read play. That word says, for word. Final fantasy seven rebirth. No, no, okay. no, no the one? top, read the red lines and then oh, the, the red next lines. black okay. one. Don't it says worry about warning. Confid. Dimensional information. information. <laughs> I can't tell if it's supposed to be English or if it's just misspellings. Property of Sony Interactive Entertainment LLC. State of play September <laughs> event schedule. Present the following ever, and then it says it's a, you Final Fantasy really and there's games. Confidential, so confidential <laughs> information. <laughs> God, I love, I love it when people are illiterate. But they got all the hard words. Like, there's a lot more hard, more difficult words. Oh. I can understand information. It just depends on how you how you speak. Maybe you just didn't know that there was an R there. But maybe uh, it's so funny. All right. Uh, so, Keith, you got any more? Or is this, are we rolling along? We're actually moving really fast since we got through Nave in like. I mean, I don't have a lot. Like I said, time. I don't. I don't have a lot to say about Sea of Stars. It's just, it's great. I'm only like a couple hours in, so there's not really a lot to say about it yet. Nice, nice. So, right into the games I've been playing. Then, uh, Soma. You guys know what that is because I, I wasn't yeah. able to get yeah. art for this one. Oh, you guys know what Soma is? Yeah. So M A. Dude, this game is incredible. It's really cool, dude. I, I never so, beat it. I played it on the PS4. It was one of the only games that oh, I played on the PS4. it's an old game? Yeah, it's yeah like I didn't even know it was old. Yeah, I got it on the PS4, too. Coincidentally, I mean, I didn't want to give it away, but also I've been I've been playing Amnesia for my own show. Um, and it's the same developer as Soma, so... Oh, I didn't mm, know it was the same developer. Go. Which, yeah. Fearless Gnome, yep, it is a... It's another Amnesia, but it's Amnesia <laughs> Under the Sea. Under but, the Sea. Under, <laughs> yeah. Instead of unknown Cthulhu horrors and amnesia, horrors of the mind, you're dealing with horrors of the body and of the computer, I guess. Barnacles. Barnacles. But the barnacles are computers. And the people are also not people, but they're also computers. Or they're they're people's memories only. Or sea cucumbers. Sea cucumbers, yep. It's very good. I have not finished it, but I've been playing it. And I'd, I'd rather play it than Starfield, which is interesting. But we'll talk more about we that know, later. We know more about space than we do about the sea. So Phil just likes Phil just likes punching those uh, uh dude, the, those deep sea anuses. Dude, fisting the wall like yeah. The first time it happened, I'm the- like, what am I doing? And then literally another character says, "What are you doing?" When they see you do it, and he's like, "I don't know. It kind of feels good." And then, <laughs> you look over, you're like, "You haven't played Scorn." 
Yeah, dude, like, this is it's he scorns it. And then you pull out and he's got like little wigglies on his arm. And I'm like, this is just like scorn. I love dude, it. I, I remember when I was a kid and I had Silent Hill for the room on the demo disc. And like there's a hole in your bathroom that you stick your hand into. And I remember being like, ah, 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 like when it happened the first time, there's something about putting your hand in a hole that just isn't good. Well, this feels like a cross between amnesia and scorn because there are moments where you do insane cruelty and in scorn, you don't react at all because your character basically has like a, um, I don't think his face is like sewed up. So he doesn't have, have a no mouth. mouth and yeah. I have no scream. mouth in my scream. Yeah. Type deal yeah. in this. It's like, there's a woman who her brain's been uploaded to a robot and it's just broken laying on the ground. And she, it's been there this whole time and her body is just like grown into the power source on the wall. And you're like, I kind of need this power source lady. I'm going to have to unplug you. And so you're just you like do a fucking three sixties roundhouse, <laughs> like fucking knock her head off her shoulders. You pull on the cable and she starts screaming as you're like ripping her apart. And then you're like, that was the first one. And she's like, God, why'd you do that? Then you have to do the <laughs> next one. And it's the amnesia physics of you pulling on it and it slowly rips apart. And I'm like, sorry, lady. And then she screams as she, you know, stops existing. But then you're Classic. like, did she exist if she was only a memory? Yeah, this mo- the movie, uh, this game gave me some serious uh, anxiety when I finished it. Dude, it was so good. And then you start meeting like or you get recordings of people and they're like, hey, I'm a human, but I uploaded my brain into a computer. And so I want that to be the real me and not the human me. So I'm going to kill myself so that only computer me exists. And I'm like, what the hell? This is real insane. existential dredge type shit. It's so good. Continuing it's like, when, it's on, like, you, like you ever hear about the the thing that it's like when you go to sleep you die and then when you wake up you are just something that's with that has the memories of the thing that you oh, were God. before or something like that. It'd be like that some days. I took an edible and I was thinking about that last night. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, no. I was <laughs> I, I was about to drift off to sleep and I could feel my consciousness go away and I was just like, no, and I wake back up. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, this set of blank shit until I laid down in my dark, quiet room. And then I was gripped with fear. Dude, there's like one Moog in like the Moog village of Final Fantasy 13. <laughs> Moog? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm like, Is that what? What the Moogles? Moogle. <laughs> the, that just sounds so it's derogatory. Like, it's like their species, I think, is Moogle. And I think Mog <laughs> is like a singular one. Okay, right? so, Moog sounds like an Italian you know, insult right? from like the sixties. <laughs> so, anyways, it was it wasn't thirteen. It was thirteen Lightning Returns, whatever the bullshit title. Advent Children, that one. One of the Moogs says something along the lines of like, uh, "When you think, or when times are hard and you think about them, it can be kind of scary. So sometimes it's easier not to think." And then I just like. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> what happened like, to him? Yeah. Well, the, the village got attacked. Like, you don't remember it? Lightning Returns whenever you had to defend the Moog village? I don't remember a single thing from that game. Okay. Remember? Because you started describing it to me, and I was like, fuck, dude. I don't, I don't maybe I did that. play it. I really I must know. have just fucking MIB, you know, myself. What is that called? The denuralizer. Yeah. The DJ Max. You got to wipe. DJ Max 5. I think about that depressive moog sometimes. But my next (laughs) game, Radiant Silver Gun, which in Japanese 
Radiant Silver Gun is a shoot 'em up, a uh, like a, a Galaga, you know, one Bullet of those type hell. deals. Bullet Hell, pretty much, yeah. But it's co-op and it's also Earth Defense style where you're you get upgrades that carry on to the next point. So it's like you'll do a run and you'll get one percent more bullets. And I'm like, oh man, one percent more bullets. You, you kidding me? That's insane. It's like so Yeah, it's like that. And uh, this game is only supposed to be like three hours long, so it was like easy beat. I probably put over like 10 hours into this game because like every time you die, it sends you all the way back to the beginning. But you're stronger now, so you can make yeah. it further. And it's so three I hours keep, long if you're good. Yeah, three hours <laughs> long if you're good. But three hours, or it's, you know, 30 hours long if you're dog shit at shoot 'em ups like I am. Same. But it is online co-op. And I think it was Games for Gold. So I really want to make you play it with me. I want you to go check if you have it later. I probably do. Because it's actually pretty good. But you uh, guys actually use games with gold? I do. So, they're gone, yep. The fat cats of Microsoft win again. Sons <laughs> of bitch. And uh, I'm playing Kirby. I don't know if it's Nightmare in Dreamland or Kirby's Dreamland. I could check. Uh, whichever Kirby's Dreamland 2 that's on Game Boy. Because, uh, yeah, that would be too. Yeah, because those games are supposed to be short, and I'm pretty sure it's short. But this one's like really good. I don't know. Did you cover this one on your show? No, I never. I don't think I ever played it. Oh, it's it's nice because this. I think it's Kirby's Dreamland Two. By the way, it's the full title. But in it, Kirby has his uh, his sucking power or his cloning power or whatever, where he's able to suck people up and get their abilities, which he didn't have in the first one. Right. But he also has his animal companions that he can ride on, and they like mix and match. Where like you can ride on the the guinea pig. And if you have umbrella power, it does the thing where like Kirby turns into a ball that rotates on the end of the umbrella that the the ger- the gerbil is like spinning. And like, dude, this is sweet for a Game Boy game. I think I I'm right at the end. Game. You do? Good. We'll have to play yeah. it. Have you beaten it already? No, I've never okay. even turned it on before. It's actually quite good. All right, that, that covers all the games I'm playing. Now let's roll through the backlog so we still have, you know, time later on. I'm still trying to finish 100 games, Keith. This year, instead okay. of you know, yeah, from my All backlog, right. yeah. I mean, it looks like you're doing pretty damn good. Yeah, I am doing quite good. Thank you. He for wasn't noticing. doing good. I'm also he looking forward to beginning. what you have to say. Uh, also, I I, I want to know what Nave has to say about a certain game in here, but uh, I'll let you get yeah. to it. I, I, I can which see one it. it is <laughs> Super Mario Land Two. No, Super Mario Land Two. Look how cursed Wario is in this. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. Is he picking I, his nose? He might be. I don't know. He's a real cretin. He's a real creature, and I love him. He's a he's a little guy. <laughs> Look at him. But he, he looks he like did what? an episode on this one. I think. Oh, why did you delete my little guy? <laughs> oh, was that me? Oh, my somebody deleted him. I deleted it. Uh, <laughs> Fuck that guy. But there is no shoot 'em up section of uh, this one, as it turns out. But there's like weird bubble sections. There's so many weird powers that aren't in the greater Mario universe anymore. At least I don't see them. Like the guys, bunny years. These What's games up? weren't made by Nintendo, right? They were made by somebody else, weren't they? No, that was Nintendo. I mean, they were published by Nintendo, but I thought that they were, or maybe I'm thinking of a different spin-off Mario game. Oh, it's like they have like an Indian feather for the fire, and since I guess they can't just change colors in old Game Boy. Wario Keith, looks like one, right? Wario looks like what Nave would have probably thought a a mook. Uh, um, what'd you call it? A moog? <laughs> yeah, a, mook? Mook. a mook is a fucking... I don't know if that's a racially charged word or not. But... 
<laughs> I don't know. Let me look Shit. before we say it too many more times. Oh, so, okay. So this is what it is. It wasn't made by Shigeru Miyamoto, but it was made by a division in Nintendo. <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck I was. I guess. That's yeah, I have, I, yeah, I did play this. Um, I covered it on my show. I don't know, last year or something, I think. I, I don't remember. Yeah. I remember listening to it and uh, it made me acknowledge the Mario Land games as existing. Right. You, you picked the good one to play. Yeah, it's actually surprisingly good for a portable handheld Mario because there are like Game Boy Advance and Game Boy ports of the Mario games, but they're weirdly zoomed in and they're kind of weird. Hold on, the cat is losing her marbles. While he goes and breaks that ne- cat's neck, uh, a mook is slang for a foolish, insignificant, or contemptible person. It doesn't say anything about... You know what? That describes Ray's. Wario perfectly, then. It does. It I describe just, Wario. I have no regrets. <laughs> but he also he looks like a mook. Oh, no. Mook is apparently not derogatory. Did you look that up already? Yes. It's 1930s for stupid person. <laughs> so let's mook this along it was, uh, like, i was listening to a podcast and they were talking about they were talking about old old slang derogatory terms and one was like an unlicked cub you would call someone an unlicked cub if they like didn't get hugs from their parents as a kid so they were sounds like, like the overly complicated british slang like a clockwork orange type situation where they're just saying words that i don't understand like, you're uh, three shoe- shoelaces short of a trolley or something. Like, what did you say to me? 15 old-timey words we need to start using again. Monkey shine. Oh, no, that doesn't sound good. Let's not use that one. <laughs> 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 okay, anyways. All right, anyways. Uh, next up, uh, Grizz, Grease, Groose, Gry. One of those words. Uh, this is another artsy, sad child in dark world type game. Only, what if the world was beautiful, Nave? And there a was a game, very pretty. Uh, also, not that fun. I was really yeah. bamboozled by Friday Night Gamecast because they were giving it raving reviews. Sadly, it was uh, about par for the course as far as these artsy walk to the right indie games go. Well, that's the thing is that like once you've played a bunch of them, it's like hard to. Like if you if because you are like in the fucking weeds with these at this point, you know what I mean? You know, like I a think Bethesda about, game. Yeah, they're all the same. Oh. <laughs> Once you play, they haven't changed since Fallout Two. Uh, but that's my seventy ninth game. It's actually really good. If you're anyone else than me, you'll probably love it. <laughs> Next game. Uh, when the past was around, this just came to Game Pass. This is a point-and-click adventure about any game about yeah. uh, loss in relationships. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I know. It's another one. Yep. Uh, art is also very nice. Very nice line art style yeah. with like soft, uh, I don't know, it was like colored pen- pencil kind of drawing. Yeah, it looks really good. I I bought this when it first came out with the intention of playing it, and now it it's looks on like Game one Pass. of my it's kids' so books, which isn't like a bad thing to say. No, but... it looks like a very well done children's book or yeah. just a book. Like it almost looks like uh, those adult coloring books, not like adult, but like oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's just really cutesy. Um, this feels targeted at me if I was a woman. But I mean. <laughs> Dude, 
It's like if I, Lifetime made a video game. Yeah. I was listening much. to I was there was this video documentary on fucking man, everything's reminding me of something today. But so there's this video documentary on uh Plastic Beach, the Gorillas album. And the lady that was ta- the lady that was doing the album was talking about how it's like one of her favorite albums and girls gorillas is her favorite band and that she was like talking about the lead up to Plastic Beach because Plastic Beach was a disaster for the band even though it turned like in retrospect it's like an amazing album and everyone loves it now but back then it was like not it was doing different. It too good. I hate change and things were bad but um she was describing the characters and she described Murdoch as. Uh, <laughs> She said, "You know how uh, you know how teenage boys idolize the Joker because he's a piece of shit. Well, Murdoch is that, but for lesbians." <laughs> <laughs> what a specific uh, link! I know, but it was so funny because I completely understood what she said. God, it makes perfect fucking sense. Uh, yeah, but pass around incredibly boring, but great art and sound. Also, it has some of the most abstract fucking puzzles in it that you never expect like i had to look up a guide at like three separate times is it like grim fandango level yes it is like you need the screwdriver to give to the bird so that it can give you the key Mm -hmm. so you can unlock the safe obviously yeah this is one i just never solved by the way it's like there's one i'm like i don't know the answer to this one but apparently it's 236 and i just entered the number on the keypad i cannot figure out why did I tell you that like there was this uh the first puzzle in, in Signalis that where you have to there's that keypad with nine Oh, you can brute buttons. force it. Yeah. Well, I didn't brute force it. I just pushed random buttons and then and got it instantly. Like I didn't push a single incorrect button. I pushed the five correct buttons. And then I was like, "Well, I guess I need to find the answer to this puzzle." And I walked off and my friend Jesse was sitting next to me. He's like, "Did you just solve that?" I was like, what? <laughs> and I went back and clicked on it, and yes, I did indeed solve it. I was like, fuck. Uh, you know, there's Incredible. an old Japanese, uh, was it, bit of wisdom? Even a blind dog can walk into a pole. <laughs> Is that real? Did you just make that up? No, I think it's a real thing. Give me a second. Blind dog, pole. <laughs> Japan. Videos of dogs walking in the poles. <laughs> Dude, there is this fucking video. Uh, this person had a blind dog and it jumps onto a chair to sit in the window, but they moved the chair to clean and it jumped into nothing and just face planted onto the carpet. And it was the saddest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> because it just kind of looked around like, oh, what the fuck just happened? Philip's never going to find it. Oh, no, okay. The. I guess I've read a bad version of it, but the phrase is, if a dog takes a walk, it will find a stick. Oh, that's completely different. <laughs> that, that's completely yeah, different. No, yeah. That's like, you know, people with the Japanese word letter kanji on their arm, and it says, like, Kung Pao Chicken or something. <laughs> God. Uh, Which, I, oh, let's not get into it. So, <laughs> next up. Uh, my 80th game this year, Metal Hellsinger. I finally went back and finished it. And Mamma Mia, that final boss fight was yeah, incredible. Like the whole game could have just been that last surge song with the final boss fight. And I would have been like, it's a masterpiece. I wouldn't yeah, need dude. any other level in the game. And the song is so good. Oh man, I gotta go back because they have DLC that adds more songs, and then there and the and the update makes it to where you can play either any level with any of the songs, and it just changes the RB the RPM, RPM. I don't know, 
But um, BPM. Oh man, BPM. Yeah. Just like the game BPM. So uh, man, Metal Health Singer is a fucking masterpiece. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad I finally finished it. I need to go back to that game. I played the demo and I could not get into it. And I don't you know to lower if, the difficulty because I had to lower the difficulty. I don't know if they like changed some things from the demo to like the actual release. I don't know if there's like a patch or something, but something about it just seemed like off. I, I don't Did know you do your what it was exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know then. It's probably just I, you. Yeah, yeah so maybe it's a skill issue. I don't know. Skill it, issue. it wasn't that it was like difficult or anything. I beat the demo perfectly fine, but everything about it just seemed like it, it didn't seem natural as like a rhythm game, really. And it didn't seem like an actual like first person. It seemed like it wanted to be Doom, but also a rhythm game and like didn't do either very well, in my opinion. But I do want to like actually play the full game and actually see what the rest of the game is I think there's only about. like six or seven levels. And I feel like I didn't actually get in any kind of flow until like the fifth level in the game. Until then, I was struggling to make it through. I was bumping. I was on the hardest difficulty and slamming that fucking game. I was immediately amazing at it. <laughs> I, it was like exactly Lame. made for me. I fucking loved it. What's like one thing? Like, if anyone's gonna play Metal Health Singer after this, one just a huge hint: just never stop shooting. Oh yeah, never, never stop, stop shooting. shooting. Just even if there's nothing in front of you, don't stop shooting. Keep it keeps you on the beat. So you don't have to just read because I see so many people that are like, oh, there's no enemies. Better stop shooting. And I'm like, no, you got to like keep your rhythm going so that you, you have don't have to ammo. like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have to keep up that multiplier, too. You do. And you can keep it up with dashing as well, though, I think. As it yeah. is like dash a lot. Dash all the time. Like, all I know is it, that, like, especially if you're about to reload, when you see when, every time I saw the reload coming, I dash and then do the reload animation right away. And like, you can just get in a rhythm where like you are constantly doing that, and then that eliminates the entire rhythm section of out of your mind. You don't have to think about it anymore. The only thing you need to do is like make sure you're facing in, in the general direction of an enemy, dude. Because the guns are like it's like Doom One, where it just kind of auto hits enemies too. Like the aim yeah. assist is very strong. All I know is so that that soundtrack so. fucking slaps. Like oh, I, I don't. So good. I'm like I don't know if I need to play the game. I can just listen to the soundtrack. Oh, if you want a more casual experience, they do have a offbeat mode where you can just play it like Doom, yeah, that's not just shooting fun. whenever you want, and it just plays the music for you while you play it. Because then I can just play the soundtrack and then play Doom. It, but it's not, it wouldn't be to the beat as much. I yeah. Guess. Well, yeah, but either way, I'm not playing to the beat, so. Oh, I may yeah. as well play the game as intended. I think the true, best true. I think the best feeling in the game is whenever you get to max multiplier and then the vocals kick in. Oh yeah. So it's like if you take that away, it's like playing Dark Souls without, you know, any without the ability to die, like you did, Philip. Or like cuz it, it it's like or when you're playing Rock Band and everyone at the same time activates overdrive and you're just like ooh, 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 <laughs> fucking like the monkey brain kicks yeah, in. Yeah, like, activate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so fucking fun. Yep, but I need to go back because the 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 Xbox One and Xbox Series have stackable achievement lists. So I I I played like the first two levels on the Xbox One version and just forgot about it because I think I think Dead Space came out and then I played Callisto Protocol and then Resident Evil and then you know it fucking cascaded. Yeah, that's my 80th game. I have 20 left this year, 
and we're not even through September. I think I'm going to make it, especially if yeah, I keep getting this low-hanging indie trash. You son of a bitch. All right. So that goes right into what did Nave buy? Uh, I pre-ordered Mortal Kombat. With Hell your yeah. frozen debit card. Yeah, well, so I so I got a $100 uh, Xbox card from Microsoft Rewards, and I used 30 of that to pre-order Starfield to get the early edition, and then I used the last 70 to pre-order Mortal Kombat. So mm-hmm. I think Dave's hiding perfect. the fact that he went on eBay, bought a, tunch of, a, <laughs> yeah. a bunch of video game collectible stuff, and his bank Since account was like, no more, dude, no more. Yeah, man, I, was, I shouldn't have got fucked up at that concert. On the $12 beers. $12 beers will get you. All right. So this goes right into our news section. Actually, before we get to the news. So I kind of have something that I buy section, but not actually. I didn't buy anything because I'm a cheap, patient gamer. But I've shown it before. But this is my little uh, my little RG280V, little Game Boy. Keith, I don't know if you've seen any of these classic emulator devices or whatever. So we'll no, like the little... Yeah, what do they call them? Like FPGA things? Yeah. Yeah, like little single board computers or whatever. Yeah. Uh, It's really good. Uh, But I have regular sized hands. And so whenever I'm over there playing my little Super Mario Lands, I'm just like, oh no, this game or this thing is so portable. I love it. But I'm starting to get my little hand crampies, like a little baby boy. So I went online and I said, guys, I got a little hand crampies. What's going on? And of course, there's a large community that supports this. And people are like, yo, uh, we're all nerds that live in our little basements. Just 3D print a grip for it. And I'm like, that's crazy. That's crazy <laughs> stuff. Because those are like $15 if you want to buy them off Etsy. Little did I know, but I didn't little know. I actually knew that down at our the base library, there's a 3D printer because I saw it every time I walked by and it, no one's ever using it. And I loaded up the library website and it's like, yo, anybody can use it for up to seven hours a month if you, you know, you are in the Air Force. I'm like, that's incredible. But I check, and of course, the website is dated four years ago because the Air Force never updates any of their websites that are actually like public-facing. So I went in there, and I went up to the old dude with hearing aids. He's a vet working in the library. I'm like, can I use your 3D printer? And he's like, oh, yeah, let's get it set up right now. So then I got this thing. I'm holding up. That looks a like a sex to toy. Game. Yeah, it looks like a that sex thing toy. looks... Uh... Real sus. Very <laughs> sussy. <laughs> Have any, has anyone walked in and seen it just sitting on the on the bedside counter? <laughs> yeah, right. you know, on the yeah, nightstand. I'm thinking purple was the wrong choice because yeah. it, it looks like a weird thing. Like because I go online and there's like two things on the Thingiverse, which that's where you can go to get like all, was it SDI files, sexually transmitted files, <laughs> <laughs> which is the the program files you need for 3D printing. And one was like a really crappy looking handheld like thing for this device and then there was this one with the balls it has yeah. serious <laughs> balls it, it looks like purple hulk <laughs> you know it looks like you're fucking your little game boys hulking out dude it, it's really yeah. flexing <laughs> yeah 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 but anyways i got this and i got it today and i gotta say it is comfortable very nice i don't know where so i was going with this i just thought it was cool yeah, it feels good to hold. It fits right in the little my little palmies, my little palms, and it has like little little tuckaways for your fingers underneath so that they're for, not in, in the way. In case it gets stressful, so you can grip yeah. it really hard in case you're yeah. about to die. And the bottoms are flat, so you can just kind of set it up right there, and it just kind of chills, like 
I can just set it on the desk and it looks at me. But yeah, that's why I've been playing my my Kirby's and my Super Mario Lands. I definitely think like this might be a weird stance, but I think the Xbox Series X might be my last console. Like I don't think I'm going to go in for anything after this. Like Switch Two, no way. Like I think I'm just going to go straight to PC only. I thought you said you were saying you were thinking about the Rog Ally or something. That's a PC. Hmm. I don't, I don't even know, know what that what is. So. It's like a Steam Deck, but not Steam Deck. It's like a Switch, but but, but PC. Yeah, <laughs> that's an easier Switch. comparison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I definitely want to go that route instead of, and then I, like, I could just dock it on my TV if I want to use it like a game system or just play on my actually nice PC. But I, I usually it's hard to because Arthur's always doing baby things. But, All right, yeah. so I, I didn't do the Twitter, but that's the Twitter right there. Go, you guys, click, click on that and watch that that gem of a ten second video real quick. All right, for the Twitter, describe it afterwards, Philip, or as it's going. I don't care. This game gives me constant joy. <laughs> what was that? I didn't even see what happened. Like, okay, so this guy's talking to an NPC, and while he's talking to Nowhere, Vasco, which is your robot follower, just decks this dude right in the face and takes him down. <laughs> it's like, why? There's Perfect. another really funny one where the one of the intro, uh, one of the this intro. Is Starfield, by the way, I don't know if we said. Yeah, it's Starfield. Uh, 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 one of the intro missions, you talk to a Crimson Raider guy, and. <clears throat> He, uh, as soon as he opens the door, because you can see right through the, you can see that there is a mission waypoint right outside. And you're like, okay, I'm about to get into a fight. He opens the door, immediately throws a grenade. And as soon as he steps into the arena, a dialogue <laughs> starts. And he's like, what, uh, we've been waiting for you here. And then, boom, fucking blew up. And his body fucking <laughs> ran across the room. Yeah, like, this he didn't know a, a dialogue. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, I think you can do this far, not far, right? Fallout. Fallout 4 or something like that, there's like one trigger where you can like lay a whole bunch of mines down a street and then go around and talk to the guy and be like, well, I guess you better bring your boys. And then he brings them all out. They instantly start exploding on the minefield whenever they pop in. It's kind of like, you know, in Grand Theft Auto 3 when you do the racing missions and you can just cheat in tanks and put them in front of the other racers and then just win because they just keep driving into the tank. So stupid. All right, but we do have one announcement with our patrons. Uh, let's do the quick little patron thank. Insane Cracker, Nick and Knight, Michael Superbacker, and the Intergalactic Pinecone. Thanks, boys. We couldn't do without you. Also, we have reached 10,000 total downloads. We made it, Nave. 10,000 total downloads. Did you yep. miss somebody? No. Uh, someone doesn't follow us or patron on us anymore. I was trying <gasps> not to bring the attention that we lost a patron. But we oh, are we putting them on blast right now? No. Yeah, that's it's fine. fine. <laughs> but if you do listen at home, if you really want to know who it was, go back and listen to a previous episode and see who's <laughs> not on the list. No worries. I get that everyone has uh, their own needs or different ways they need to spend their money. I don't blame you. I mean, I wouldn't pay for the show. But if you want to, go and support us on Patreon. But yeah, 10K downloads. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. I never thought we'd make it this far. I thought this was going to be like my old YouTube channel where most of the views were from me. 
Agreed. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's it. That was it. <laughs> also, this this is your conscience. Uh, I recommend you go and when you listen to podcasts, you go rate them five stars on on Apple Podcasts and whatever fuck you play you listen to. This is a paid advertisement by uh, Sony uh, Entertainment. Goodbye. Were you Christian? Yes. All right. And while you're Christian, we are going to do our Am I the Asshole segment. So, Keith, as our guest, you get to be our resident Am I the Asshole picker. So go ahead and (laughs) link to us which asshole you would like us to discuss. What asshole are we picking? Just drop it in chat. Yeah, drop it. Just drop it straight in chat. Right. Because that's usually easier than going like it's the one in like ten slots down. <clears throat> but I don't one know if I want novels. that one. I'll pick anyone, you know. Like it's, it's okay if you need a moment. That's fine. I'm not even sure. Like I've I've read a lot of these. I read all of them actually, but some of them are possible troll posts, and I'm not I'm not against reading those. But those are just insane usually. And I don't have to pick the Starfield ones, correct? No, I distinctly no. put Starfield ones and highlighted them in mustard yellow and do not feel pressure to pick them. It's a but very I see ugly someone's, color. Someone is, in fact, highlighting them and looking at them right now. <laughs> I can see that in the dock. All right. We're going with this one. That one? I don't even know what this is. Oh, I'm, man, this one's pretty I'm good. I'm opening it, too. Oh, okay. Uh, warnings for this one. I think this was pizza violence. <laughs> we talked about this one impossible troll i think or something i don't remember i don't remember what, what warnings were on this one did you guys do this one already no but we've oh okay we've i don't know gone it's bethesda related it is oh, yeah. i mean there's that we do I mean, have a uh, burner account alert burner account all right nave i read the last one do you want to read this one or do you want me to take sure. this <laughs> all right this is from inventory dropper three years ago Am I the asshole for dropping all my roommate's inventory in Skyrim and saving the game as retaliation for him eating my pizza? Labeled as asshole by the community, but... We'll see. This reads, My roommate is upset... Oh, no. My roommate is obsesses with Skyrim. I get it. (laughs) Sort of. I I get it. Sort of. I spent absurd hours in Skyrim, but he still plays it. He's been playing the same character for years, just wandering around the map. He literally completed every significant story years ago, but he spends hours and hours still wandering around doing nonsense. Fine, whatever, a hobby is a hobby. But the other day I ordered a medium pizza for myself. A medium pizza, for me, is my Friday dinner, and my (laughs) Saturday lunch, and my Sunday snack. That's how I distribute the slices. (laughs) I love this guy. Philip, did you read? Did you write this? No. My roommate. <laughs> my roommate. I found out on Saturday he ate my one slice of my pizza. God, this threw off my schedule for slice Jesus. distribution. He didn't even take the slice distribution into, into consideration here. He's got to consider every angle. Yeah. He did not see the chart on the side of the fridge. Exactly yeah. how many slices. Sunday snack, Saturday lunch. He's going to be malnourished dinner. for all the weekend now. I found it outrageous and rude of him to eat my pizza without permission. As retaliation, I turned on his PS4 and opened his Skyrim save game. 
I spent an admittedly long amount of time dropping every item from his extensive inventory collection onto the ground at some random locale on the map. Then I fast-traveled away from there. Literally every piece of inventory that can be dropped, I dropped. Then I saved the game and overwrote all his save files, the main one, the backups, all of it. By the way, in addition to normal inventory, I also dropped his fancy armor and left his character in the loincloth. Saved, 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 and saved again. Well, my roommate became more enraged than I've ever seen somebody be enraged. Full-on monkey mode. <laughs> doesn't say that. <laughs> Livid. <laughs> Livid doesn't even begin to describe it. Literally, he shouted. Literally. I Literally. even think he had tears in his eyes. I meant, <laughs> I meant it to be an even Stevens retaliation. An eye-for-an-eye sort of counterattack. But his emotional action... And continued anger towards me has made me wonder if I went too far. He has moved his PS4 into his bedroom, as if I didn't score a PS5 pre-order, <laughs> and has claimed our friendship is over, even though we have lived together for almost a decade. So, am I the asshole? All right, first up, make a movement. Is this fake or not? Hmm. No. Um. I think this is real. Now, there is a natural truth bias in most humans where we generally <laughs> think other people aren't lying to us, but this is the internet. So generally, so most people are... spread lies. Keith, what do you think? This sounds like something that would happen between two fat nerds that live together. So, yeah, I would say yes. <laughs> I would imagine that there is, like most of these, there's probably a lot of like unchecked animosity between these two people for that have been building <laughs> for, a while. for a while. Yeah. I mean, this guy's playing Skyrim every single day in the main room. I get tired of it after a while. Be like, I get a Dovahkiin. You saved the village and killed the dragon or whatever. Move on. Arrows to the knee, stolen sweet rolls, and all. Especially that. on the PS4 version, the notably one of the worst versions of Skyrim. Well, I think, the no, the PS3. PS4 is fine. PS3 okay. was fucked up because of the cell architecture, and Bethesda just didn't give a fuck. They're like, ah, fuck you guys. Get a better console. All right, so assuming this is legit, do you think... Yeah. All right, we got two parties. We have... <laughs> do you think Skyrim Boy is an asshole for eating the pizza without permission? What's the grace... Like, I've never had a roommate. So what's the grace for sharing food? Um... You should probably ask. It, yeah. This guy is making it seem like <laughs> that he does this every weekend. He's making it seem like this is his actual like ritual. No, he just says right? the other day. So I no. don't think this is an every weekend thing. He just referred to it as any other day. No, he said a medium pizza for me is my Friday dinner, Saturday lunch, and Sunday stuff. Yep. That's how I distribute oh, yeah. it. You're That's right. How he okay, it. So this is his so this is like habit a, then. Yeah, yeah. This guy I, might be autistic. No, By I was thinking way. like a repulsive, was it repulsive conductive disorder or whatever? <laughs> yeah, <it>? that's it. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he's got RPDs. He's, he's got <laughs> the OCD or something. I don't know what OCD stands for. I'm going on record here, guys. I've read a book before, but I don't think I've ever seen it written out. <laughs> he's read one book. Yeah, one book and did not. <laughs> Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. God. All right. So this guy seems some kind of... Strange. Hmm. Mm. I would be pretty fucking mad if somebody went into one of my games and deleted my shit. 
Oh yeah, so like what about in uh, Starfield right now? Somebody goes in, sells all your ships, drops all your crap, and you're just left with basic stuff all after playing for days. Well, here's the, here's one thing. I, it's already too late, I bet. But like, I bet if he went into his cloud saves, there might yeah, be backup saves thing. for him. Yeah, like, there might be a way to save this. I I'm just so. gonna go out on a limb and say that both of these people sound like assholes. Yeah, they sound terrible. Like, also, I, like a- I I hate how he wrote this, but. <laughs> Like this just reeks of somebody that really wants, I don't know, some kind of approval on his writing prose. Yeah, they needed an outlet to complain, and so they went. I like how this is also Reddit, so it makes a whole lot more sense in context. <laughs> yeah, that's our favorite part. Is that ever, no one's good over here? Yeah, there's no heroes on Reddit. <laughs> God. All right. Yeah, yeah I but know. I also agree that this guy's an asshole. I don't think he should have gone this far. If anything, I feel like uh, there could be a better way to do a similar thing just to fucking piss him off and then to like say, psych, just kidding. Would yeah, I was going to say, if he would have like backed up the save somehow, like on a USB, I don't think you can do that on PlayStation, but like if you would have made a backup save, like, made 59 saves of the of the fucked save profile and then made the last one not a fucked up one the last one be like, like the last be like all right i i didn't i wanted you to be mad but it's there like i didn't actually like or it's you kind could of just talk up. to him at some but point another thing is, is that it's like i mean i guess like if he's because he said he has a lot of inventory like i guess he's collecting shit but at the same time you he could probably know where it's at because i'm pretty sure if he drops it on the on the ground in skyrim it just stays there right for a while yeah i think so for a pretty long so time find it eventually or like know kind of where you dropped it but yeah, also but he probably dropped it in a river or something so you wouldn't even see it uh, yeah probably that's what i would do not or, like, that this is down a mountain yeah. also yeah. he only ate one slice of pizza like one slice one medium slice of that those are hardly even slices anymore <laughs> yeah uh, it's like a fucking hot pocket also the, are we gonna highlight this guy's eating one medium pizza for two meals and a snack i yeah, feel like he, i could destroy a medium pizza in one one meal. sitting dude <laughs> i i eat a large pizza in one day yeah i'll eat it for for lunch and then dinner also yeah it'll make two meals at most with and stuffed crust and like all the fucking meat that I could possibly put on it. So when you pick up the piece of pizza, it just falls apart. So you have to like use a fucking spoon and a sho- shovel it back onto the bread. My five year old can smash an entire medium pizza by himself. Like fuck mm. being a grown adult. <laughs> like a five year old child can eat He's an entire pizza energy. by himself. So, all right, Keith, final thoughts on this guy? Both of these motherfuckers need to touch grass. Dude, <laughs> I just think it's so are... funny. He's playing, still playing Skyrim on PS4. Are you kidding me? I don't know. I think I think we need to leave the roommate alone a little bit. <laughs> I think he yeah, ate a he pizza is... without asking, but I think <laughs> he know, needs to move he... on. Yeah, like he's, he's... he needs a he needs a new roommate. He's been living with this guy for ten years. You've been living with a pizza guy for ten years at this point. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a wake up like... call. This could be like yeah. he's finally helping him. Like maybe he needs to rethink his life. Go home and stop selling Death Six type of deal. You know, maybe he quits Skyrim after this and plays something better. You yeah, know? maybe. But All it's right. also like it, he went full nuclear option. It seems like he went he straight for the thing that he loves. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> he said, I love my my pizza my pizza distribution. Now that that's off. <laughs> my life is ruined. Permanently ruin your Skyrim game. Oh man. Classic. Any good are there any good uh comments? No, I didn't see any good comments, just normal fare. So I think that's all we can say on this. Let's take a break and then we can hit the meat. The music plays. The pizza meat. Pizza meat. Did you see that um the the Rosa stream? Oh, I saw some of it. Is it uploaded? Is there a, vo- a edited vod yet? Yeah, not an edited vod, but the full vods on YouTube. And I've been wa- this is Doug Dog, by the way. Uh, it was Rosa's twenty fourth birthday. The was it the North North American sea otter yeah. at the Monterey Bay Aquarium or yeah. something like that. The oldest living <laughs> northern sea otter. And uh, they raised so much fucking money. Dude, when I was looking, it was like sixty k. Whenever I stop watching, and I'm like only like three hours into the eight hour stream, that is so much shrimp. Keith, how do how do you stand on the uh, the sea otter front? Are you pro sea otter or anti sea otter? <laughs> Who the hell is anti sea otter? What's wrong with sea otters? Alligators? Do they know? Uh, Touche. Well, they need them for sustenance. I don't. I don't think they would be anti sea otter, right? See, like, they're alligators in the ocean. Okay, all uh, right, yes, you are ocean? also correct. I'm, that's what I mean. I <laughs> mean, that is salt, a question. There are saltwater crocodiles. The seasick crocodiles in the Grinch. <laughs> what? I guess I've never seen a, yes, I, I guess I've never seen a crocodile eat a sea otter, but in my head, it, why not? Well, no, I mean, I don't know. I, now I'm thinking about, like, Peter Pan, because, like, if I reach back in my crocodile knowledge, there's not a lot. Except there's a, crocodiles a lot and, of YouTube video. There's a lot of YouTube videos of crocodiles eating sea otters. What? A surprising amount of crocodiles yeah. eating sea otters? I think they're eaten by like okay. Shamu or something. Or like polar bears. I don't know. I don't know either. I, so I went to, we talked about this at the top, but I didn't really go into it. But I did see another show, Dance Gavin Dance, and I got knocked out in the mosh pit. This is the first Dude. time it's ever happened to me. The first time I ever got COVID was from a Dance Gavin dance show, and I was like, "Man, was it really?" Yeah, it sucked. If I also like, the band was fine, the crowd was terrible. Yeah, the crowds. What? So here's the thing: the more that a band uh, appeals to children, the worse the crowd is. That's yeah, what dude. I like I was like, "What the fuck is going?" Like this is probably the worst crowd I've been in. Like everybody yeah. was an asshole. And it's also it's a horseshoe because it also affects older people. So if you go to see like Godsmack or something, that's like primarily like oh. boomer motorcycle Dude, people. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, I, I yeah. fucking hate all of these people. Yeah, conversely, yeah, I went to a Metallica show like 10 years ago. And like everybody yeah. around me was just a big curmud- curmudgeon. And everyone's like, ooh, fucking don't touch me with the with the mosh pit. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing near the mosh pit then with your beer? Are you dumb? Are you daft? Are you a fucking... Uh, Look, they're but, old. Uh, they just want to drink their $12 beer and listen to Sandman. Yeah, but man, so in the Dance Gavin Dance show, and what a band to get knocked out at. Like Dance Gavin Dance. I go to the fucking most brutal shit and then Dance Gavin Dance is where I get my fucking candle blown out. Like, what the fuck? It's like a right modest before mouse my birthday. Show. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I'm pretty sure I took an elbow from somebody doing pit karate, right? 
<laughs> and I'm pretty on. sure I took an elbow, like right to the cheek, right on the fucking button. And um, well, the buttons on your chin, but it it, it was not good. And I fast traveled from the middle of the pit <laughs> to the edge of the pit, right? God, yeah. Yeah, I literally was Dude, in the middle of the next moment. Yeah, that was what I thought. Uh, you're finally awake. <laughs> um, but and then I was I was texting friends. I, I told everybody. I was like, "Holy shit! I just got knocked out." And then um, somebody said, "You hit that song skip," and I was like, "Oh, that was shit. so good." <laughs> I skipped the song, but I'm pretty sure I was only knocked out for like a couple of seconds. I'm pretty sure I got hit and I fell you into the, the crowd. Well, no, they didn't move me, so they picked me. I was like, I was laying in the in people's arms, and I stood back up, and I was like, "What happened?" And they're like, "Are you okay?" They're like, "Did that guy do that on purpose? Do you guys want? Do you want me to fucking get him?" Because the guy like backed off. He's like, "Oh shit!" And then fucking got out of the pit. And so I was like, "No, it was probably an accident. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck probably. happened." <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and then I went right back in. But so they told me they're like, "Dude, you got knocked out," and I was like. I just started laughing, and they're like, I don't know how the fuck you're laughing right now, but <laughs> because you, that was scary to us. Like, it was like, I thought you died. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't a big deal, and I had a little bump, a little bump on my cheek. Wasn't a big deal. Hmm. Except I probably lost maybe a brain cell or two. I'm sure, it'll be fine. Yeah. Or Starfield, no. developed and published by Bethesda, released September 5th, 2023. In the year 2330, humanity has ventured beyond our solar system, settling new planets and living as a spacefaring people. You will join Constellation, the last group of space explorers seeking rare artifacts throughout the galaxy, and navigate the vast expanse of space in Bethesda Game Studios' biggest and most ambitious game, Steam Store. So, I don't think this game... That was from the Steam Store one, yeah. Well, I mean, there was like a blurb before this paragraph, but it was like, from Bethesda. Bethesda's best Bethesda yet. Bethesda. And I was like, hmm, skip. <laughs> <laughs> so just game time played. Uh, we were actually kind of lower on this. We, Me and Keith pulled the Nave on this one where we just didn't play the game. Nave yeah. was sitting tall as yeah, our MLG Pro with two days and 18 hours in the game and 35 minutes, I guess. Yeah, this game came out, uh, what is that, six days ago. Six days Wait, ago. Wait, no, yeah. more than that, though, because you I played the, the early access. The extra money edition, yeah. Yeah. And I got it on launch day. Well, I guess they gave it out, like, the night before launch day, which good for them. That was nice. Uh, I played seven hours and 58 minutes, so just about eight hours. And, Keith, you're sitting pretty at an hour and 37 minutes. <laughs> Explain yourself. I am the champ. Uh, motherfucker, I'm You're busy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I got a five-year-old, and I'm playing old video games. <laughs> you sound like me. Actually, ha- had you guys not asked me to come on and do this, I probably wouldn't have played it at all. I would have. It would have just been sitting in the backlog until whenever I got around to it. I wasn't that hyped out on the zeitgeist. The zeitgeist. Everyone's talking about it, right? I know I need to be a part of something. I need to feel alive. Yeah, I need to feel connected to the greater, I don't know, group think or whatever. But actually, I if, as a, if we're just going to go kind of in it, I'm a little little hesitant on this game because I didn't play that much because I almost didn't want to play it, even though I really want to play this game. This is weird. This is where the game might be overhyped for me 
because I was feeling like Elden Ring because I was so hyped for Elden Ring and it did not disappoint. And I was so hyped for this game and I'm feeling a little disappoint. Disappoint. Yeah, I I feel, I mean, granted, I haven't played a lot, but like from the hour <laughs> 37 that I've played, I'm like, yeah, this is a Bethesda ass Bethesda game like this. It doesn't seem like a very large step forward, in my opinion. But, you know, maybe I need to play more game. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm not there yet. Babe, you did say you spent an hour in character customization. So it leaves you 37 minutes to go through the, the <laughs> no, I said I spent, yeah, tutorial. I have an hour in character. Co- I tried to blast through that. And that's, a, you know, that's the other thing, too. It's like, why this do they always so spend long. so much like the character de- or the character development? The character customization is so in depth, but you never see your character. That's like one thing about Bethesda games I don't understand. Because <laughs> they're always only plays going to in be first person. I also yeah. only play in first person. Well, we didn't record this conversation, but I, so they only play in first person for some reason. I play in third person whenever I'm exploring, and then when I'm in gunfights and and in indoors, I'm in first person so that I can see what the fuck's going on. But do you guys fly in third person or first person? No, spaceships is definitely third person. So what's the fucking what's the difference? What what What's, changed? What do you mean? What changed here? What do you mean? What are you talking to? You're like, oh, when you play racing game, do you drop first person or third person? Yeah, I don't understand what the difference is. You can use third person in. A lot of people use first person and Forza, Philip. Are you Caucasian? You? Sometimes. Not in motor I mean only in motorsport, not in fucking Horizon. Because well, yeah, that's too... in Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> what is that what is that uh old saying from earlier? I can't even remember. <laughs> it's a monkey shine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a monkey that game is too much of a monkey shine to be able to fucking <laughs> play in first person. God. But uh, right. yeah, so I don't know. I feel like it's a pretty common thing to play Bethesda games in third person. I always thought Bethesda games controlled like shit in third person. Well, I mean, that's the thing is that if you're if you're having to do something, you go into first person. So, and in yeah. Bethesda games, you just walking. press that button. But in this game, you don't even do that much walking from what I can tell. Like, I'm just I like mean, you, guys played, you, you guys have really played you guys have played three hours. What? No, I played eight hours of this game. Oh, I which, don't remember how much By the way, said. it has not been a very nice eight hours. I feel like I might have got a bad experience, bad first user experience. Like, let's just go over some of the odd points I personally experienced. So, like, from the very start of the game, first thing I did, complete the tutorial mission, whatever. You get um, yeah. Jennifer White Woman as your, your assistant. I don't know her name. Sarah and Morgan. Sarah Morgan, that's it. Excuse me. And she follows you around. And then first thing I got to say, from all the trailers and tutorials and everything, hated her. I hated every character that they introduced. <laughs> there was the robot. There was the the black dude that was really friendly. There was Sarah Morgan with her weird accent. I'm like, I, I hate all these people. I don't want to ever encounter them. So when I was making my character, there's an option that's like, hey, get bonus oxygen if you don't have a follower. And I was like, yeah. Give me that right now. I need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get in the game. I love the followers so much. These guys are the best. Like, I put that robot on my team. I put Sarah on my team. I'm like, I love having these guys. They're, like, talking amongst each other in the back yeah. Mass Effect style. They're like, you know, I really hate 
space weather and the robots like beep boop and i'm like oh i love them they're so funny like this is great did you get the okay so hold on when you when we created our characters uh do you remember what your three perks were yeah what did i got you pick? uh i do better on space stations than on land i do better with no followers and but you um, have the followers anyway. But I have followers anyways. And Oof. also, we never seem to be in a space station. So then, like, two <laughs> of my perks are... Ne- and they give you negatives if you have the followers or if you're not on a space station. And I don't remember what the third one is, but it's not relevant. I think it's one of the histories, like, I have a treasure trove in the UCA or whatever. Yeah, so mine were... I can't find them. But uh, mine were... I got the Adoring Fan, of course... I yeah. also got the UC background, so I was born in the colonies, and I can't remember the other one. Oh no, bounty oh, hunter! That was oh, it. it was I got the bounty wanted. Hunter. Yeah, yeah. So you got wanted as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm being bounty hunted. I'm from the UC, and I got adoring fan. So adoring fans on my ship, and every time I take off, he's like, "Oh, what an what an amazing trajectory! You're so great, my lord!" Yeah. And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up! <laughs> like, shut up!" Keith, what did you pick for your character? Don't ask me. I don't remember. I, I think <laughs> I think I chose one of the uh, uh, one of like whatever gives you like good speech. I think it was like the diplomat or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the other ones. Again, I like just fast forward through all of this shit because like just get me to the fucking game. Like <laughs> I, I I know this is a Bethesda game and I can change these later on, so it doesn't even really matter that much. Dude, they don't they don't seem to matter. At least I hope they don't. I hope there's a way to um, swap them around. Well, that's the thing too is that like some like the ones a, a good amount of them have dialogue options whenever you're in specific conversations. But I know the diplomat probably will, but I don't think that the spaceship thing and the other thing are going to have things for it. like the the lone ranger one and the spaceship one. I don't yeah, think you're going to see a lot of those. Yeah, but like I always see wanted or UC or uh, well, no, I don't see the adoring fan one, but I always see wanted and UC popping up that I'm able to like have different kinds of conversations with people depending on their faction. I think that's really cool. I think I'm gonna make a new character eventually and then do one of the religions. I was too scared to do a religion on my first playthrough because I thought it might like lock me out of other things. But I've only ran into one religion so far, so I don't, I don't really know. And the and another religion, actually, I ran into two. But the other religion is just a hostile faction. So it's like you run into them and they just fight you right away. Yeah, they're part of the tutorial. Which that tutorial is long. But the thing is that it, what's weird is that like a lot of people online are complaining that they that the game doesn't do enough onboarding. Like what, there's really? this game is so I mean, you I mean, I'm just saying you only have eight hours, Philip. Oh, yeah, I mean, eight. I feel like. I, oh, my God. Yeah, but in <laughs> but, that eight um, hours. I completed. Oh, what do you got? Well, I was just saying that like the game is so complex that I'm constantly like I don't know what the like I I am fucking forty I'm fifty sixty hours into the game now and there I keep running into a thing where I'm like I have fucking no idea how I'm supposed to do this like so I'm doing a mission that was like you got to equip this piece onto your ship so that when you go into this gas giant the electric magnetic field doesn't obliterate you instantly and I'm like okay I can do that and I go into the ship making thing and i'm like oh, oh my god yeah. I've, I've never even opened this thing before what the fuck is going on and it so i had to sit complex. there and experiment for like two hours trying to figure out what the fuck i was doing but, yeah that was the other thing too when i was just like it's so menu heavy 
which is a little strange. A lot of menus. Yeah, and I'm just like, I I don't know where I'm even supposed to start with a lot of this game. <laughs> like, I'm still on the like that first what probably that tutorial planet or something yeah yeah the probably still tutorial stuff yeah i went you, to because that, you don't um, have the achievement you don't have the achievement for beating it yet so and i went to um like i think it's like a radio like one of the first buildings you have to go to is a radio tower and i don't even think that's the building they want me to go into but that's the building i'm in and i've just basically cleared out the entire place and of course doing the whole you know uh, Elder Scrolls thing, just kind of picking up whatever I can find. And yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, it might be useful. It might not be. I don't know. I'm not sure. It kind of like really takes me back though, because like you're like you said, it's the Elder Scrolls thing. Where like at this point in my game, I'm like kind of just running through rooms. I'm not really looking through stuff, and I just kind of will recognize. I'm like, oh, there's a digipick in the corner over there in the darkness on that table underneath the book. I can see that, and like I just I've just gotten to the point where I can just tell where the things are at. And it, it does. It doesn't help that a lot of the dungeons are reused and the item placements are the same. So I just know <laughs> when I walk in a dungeon, I immediately know I'm in. I've done the dungeon three times already. But um, uh. but it's like you get to the point where it's like if anything is oh is one pound and not worth five hundred money, it's not worth the way, the over encumbrance. I was wondering what the trade off was because there was like in in uh, what was it Fallout? Maybe it was like pencils. They had like zero weight, but they were worth like one bottle cap or something like that. Where like it's <laughs> it's it's pure profit or something yeah. like that. Hundred <laughs> percent profit. Yeah. But there's not a whole lot of things like that. I know ammo is like that, and like yeah, and, ammo. and and uh, any log, not books, but like logs, but or like some quest items are small too. But some quest items. One time there was one where it was like, hey, they sent me out to find uh, what is that thing in in Boy Scouts? Or like it was snape snoop hunting or whatever. Do you remember yes. what I'm talking about? Snipe? Snipe, snipe hunting. hunting. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, go and find the snipe. Well, it was essentially that, but it was a mining colony. So they're like, there's this heart, there's this rock called the heart of Mars out there. You, you can go find you gotta go find it. And you're like, Oh, I can do that. I just gotta follow that blue dot over there. And so you go to the blue dot and there it is. It's the heart of Mars, and you bring it back. But it's like fucking twenty pounds. And I'm like, oh, my God, like fucking bringing it back. It's so dumb. And she's like, oh, I can't believe you found it. Well, there's a lot of like really interesting kind of side content in this, though, that I would, that I would say. And if you're if you're just starting, which Keith definitely is, Phillips kind of already passed this point. But I would just say um, go and just do whatever calls to you. There's a lot of ways that people are claiming to play this game. One way someone is saying is some people are saying is to just mainline the main campaign and get to new game plus because some cool shit happens. I'm far enough in the main story where I'm like, oh, I can kind of see subtly at this point what might happen if I get to new game plus. But like I haven't got there yet because I'm too busy doing all of the, 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 the factions and stuff. And in a lot of bethesda games like the faction storylines are the best storylines anyway right yeah like definitely. the dark brotherhood and fucking oblivion and even skyrim and then there's like doing uh that stuff in the in the uh in the one that one casino where you find the cannibals you know what i mean in uh fallout new vegas yeah oh well that's not a faction i don't think i don't think those guys are factions but they're like they're pitted against each other so you like choose which ones you want to help out and stuff like that's kind of like, well, that's not Bethesda either. That's uh, Obsidian. But like that's these kind of games, bread and butter. And there's a whole lot of cool little side contents that you can run into. 
Yeah, and no, yeah. I was trying to mainline that the main story just to get as far as I could when I was playing it, but it was so it it's so easy for me to get get sidetracked. So I was like, I don't even know if I'm in the building I'm supposed to be in, and so I'm just going to milk it for all it's worth and. We'll, we'll see they're a lot lighter with the maps like i i linked a joke post or whatever a meme in the chat where it's like in this there's no mini maps or anything it's just walk around till you find your way which is kind of annoying because like i know i needed to get to like the train on the the first big city you get to and I'm like how do i get to the the subway train because the building that, that's above it that you can look down and see does not have an elevator to go down. And I tried jumping off the cliff and fell in the water. And there, like, turns out you need to go back down the road and there's like a staircase that goes down. But that's not right there. So to highlight my terrible experience, after I made it off the tutorial, I went to do the first main quest or whatever. And I'm like, cool. And then Nave was like, hey, go do the Mantis quest. You'll have a good time. So slight spoilers for Mantis. It's not a, you know that big. But from the Mantis, there is a a guy you meet, and he's like, "Hey, there's a puzzle up ahead. Don't shoot me, and I'll you know I'll help you out." And I'm like, "Cool, you're with me, bud." There's a oh, you word, him. Yeah, there's cool. a word puzzle on the ground, and it's like you step on the tiles to spell out a word. I could never figure out what the word was. Like I tried so hard to read all the logs, could not figure out the clue. So I just brute force it with save states, you know, like reloading a save every time really? I got it wrong because it just kills you. And so I spent like an hour making a way across this like six to seven long letter word. Still don't know what the word was because I was just saving that once I got it, he's right. And man, it took so long. Finally get through it, make it to the other side with the guy. There's some robots. I'm a melee build, by the way. What's did up? you have did you have any security? Because there's a computer right next to the door that you could just turn the turrets off. Oh no, I didn't see it. I just walked past it. Well, you have to hack it, so like you might not have had high enough hack security or whatever. But that's what I Maybe. did. I just I had master I had master lock picking at that point, so I just did that. Oh well, I high five the guy that just we met or whatever. He's putting off vibes like the dude in the the first bleak root barrows or whatever in Skyrim, where he's like, "Free me and I'll help you." You know that guy. Yeah, nudge, 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 nudge. So anyway, I, I sent him back and I was like, "Fuck you." Get out of here. <laughs> I don't you got attacked by robots in the next room, and I pull out my battle axe, and I swing, and I accidentally chop this guy in the back of the head. He turns <laughs> hostile, and then I kill him. And I'm like, well, I hope that storyline didn't go anywhere in all of my life. Anyways, they give you a badass suit of armor for this and a spaceship. But this yeah. is where my game got buggy because the spaceship, since I started getting it, I have now a 50-50 chance when I go to any planet, the ship will not land on the planet. Instead, it will just drop me ODST style from space and I will just catapult down, falling to my death with my my followers also falling to their deaths with me. And what? This is just, Do you have a fucking screen cap of this? I want to watch that. I recorded like it, weird cult but shit. I don't know. Like, I'll try to see if I got it saved somewhere while I pull it up. So there's that, but it's only on certain planets. And then other planets, like the main city or homeworld or whatever, the Mantis ship, instead of it you know, falling from space, it sticks halfway in the ground, nose up. And so it's just kind of like jittering there halfway <laughs> through the terrain. And I'm like, oh, Bethesda, this is really Whoa. obnoxious. And so I can't get to the door to go into my ship. So I have to fast travel to my ship to go into it. Granted, I only played like two hours, but I was like impressed by how, how 
uh, not broken it was. What? It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's the that's way worse than anything that's happened to me. The worst glitch that I've run into is. I was on a side story and whenever I went down, when I went to the base they were in, all of the doors were like 10 feet above the building rather than on the door. And then <laughs> when weird. we walked through, cause they were airlocks cause it was a, it w- there was no atmosphere on the place we were at. Uh, when we walked into the room, our spacesuits came off. And then when we walked out, since we didn't activate a door, it didn't put our spacesuits back on. So all of us were just standing outside in like negative 500 <laughs> degrees Celsius with no spacesuits on talking to That's people with spacesuits on and I, it was cute but like nothing came of it but I, i'm one of those people that actively tries to break up a, a game when i get it like just to see like what kind of paces i can put it through and knowing this was a bethesda game like the entire opening of the game i'm just fucking with everything and trying to like break through geometry and yeah and uh, like nothing was happening and i'm like oh this is actually very surprising <laughs> Dude, right away, I was like, tr- I was like, oh, I can mantle, huh? And so I just started mantling on everything. I remember when you very, the very first time you get to Constellation and you give them like the the artifact. I, as they were talking, I was like parkouring up to the second floor and then running around looting everything. And then literally like ten seconds later, they're like, okay, you have access to the second floor now. And I was like, oh god damn it! I thought I was doing something cool, <laughs> but I, but literally they just give you access to that area anyways. I thought I clipped it, but I guess I didn't. I don't know. I have one clip Wait. that's one second long for some reason. You might have clipped it, but it might not have uploaded because you might need to go check to see if it's uploaded to the thing. All right. So I had that uploaded, issue. I had another issue where you know how like if you stand AFK for a while, your camera will become detached from your character and float around you? you. spin around. Yeah. Well, anyways, when I picked it back up and started continuing, then I would push right on the stick or whatever, and my character wouldn't turn, but my camera would turn. And so eventually I could even spin the camera 360 degrees looping around me in circles, like not like in first person, by the way. Yeah. So no, but it would go down and then back up around. <laughs> so I could literally look behind me upside down as my head was <laughs> twisting through, through my like chest. The, the pirate ship fucking ride. <laughs> it, it pretty much just oh, yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with your game? Philip? What did you do? Yeah. Here's another thing. Can you move objects? Like, you know, in like Skyrim, you can hold down A and drag objects around the world. Oh, here's the thing. I, I have know. no idea because I've definitely so. seen people do it on in clips because there's a clip yes. going around where I've there's, seen people do it too. There was they were in like a casino and there was a bunch of cred uh, cred discs on there and they just got like a piece of plastic and just pulled them Sc- off the table <laughs> and scraped them into a trash can that was that they were moving around and they did that to all the tables and then they went into the bathroom and closed the door and they just took all the creds. <laughs> so good, <laughs> fucking amazing. Well, I've been trying to like decorate my ship and actually have a nice time, but I can't seem to drag it. Everyone's just like, just hold down A and drag. That's all you got to do. It doesn't work for me. And so then I I dropped like a teddy bear and I tried to pick it up and I kicked it and I punted it under the table. <laughs> <laughs> and this this became relevant because then I had my two different ships. I had the Razor Leaf and the Mantis or whatever. And the Razor Leaf is the Mantis one. So there's Razor Leaf and then the Frontier. I didn't realize because I wanted to drive the Razor Leaf. I want to drive the new one that was bigger than the other one and has all the cool stuff. And I'm like, I like that. But I walked into the Razor Leaf and I said, oh, nothing's different. This is my same ship. I walked into the wrong ship. I walked back out and walked over to the Frontier. I got in the Frontier and I'm like, hold on a second. This is the same ship. So I think (laughs) they have like the same exact opening segment. And I even realized I'm like, I didn't even know the names of the ships. 
And so I, I go into the frontier and I'm like, wait, hold on. I know how to tell this. And I run over to the little coffee table and I look under it and I see the stuffed animal <laughs> under there. And I'm like, okay, this is my first ship. And so then I went back to the other ship. Turns out you have to actually set which ship you want as your home ship. Because yeah. then I tried to mm-hmm. fast travel and it put me back in my other ship. And I'm like, why do I keep coming back here? Yeah, that's the thing. There's so many little things that like aren't explained to you. I think the home ship thing is explained to you, but it, it isn't intuitive because you don't have more than one ship yet. So you're like, what home ship? Okay, whatever. And then you just fucking go on with your life. Uh, one thing also, if you're going to start pirating, this for everyone, do the Mantis quest. You There will be random dudes that have a thing. You pick it up, read it. You get the Mantis quest. Go do that because it gives you a really good set of armor and it gives you a nice uh, a ship that you can use in the early game that has cargo where you can smuggle contraband because it has shields in it and stuff like that it's a really good ship also uh if you're gonna start pirating people it you have to just dis- if you disable somebody's ships in combat they can't move anymore you fly up to them and since they can't move you can dock them you go inside kill everybody and you can you can commandeer the ship you have to take the ship and travel away with it with the ship don't just commandeer the ship and then go back to your old ship and then fly away because then you won't steal the ship that ship will just stay there but your other ship will teleport back to your garage like grand theft auto style Mm, i see i see so there's a lot of weird little things and then you have to get it registered which costs money but like it's fine you go get registered set it as your home ship have fun my question is do all the ships control exactly the same or are they different no it, uh, it the 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 bigger the ship the it is like noticeably more unwieldy because whatever I'm, ship I'm I started with I was now. like this sucks the frontier <laughs> is that is that what it's called yeah yeah I, they, I but they make it very that. clear the other ships seem much better than the beginning ship yeah. like if I went into the uh, the shopping menu to look at what future ships I could buy and they have some badass looking ships that are like 7 million credits and I'm like I'm never going to be able to afford that but I'm sure you're going to be rich like you always are in these games. Is that first ship like it's so bad that it makes me just not want to fly anything. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't want to be in any ship like I don't want to yeah, I don't want to do any of this shit like oh, no. Oh, that's wild cuz I I love the ship combat but um I definitely have a I'm I'm flying the B tier ships right now. I'm flying a, a Crimson Fleet freighter or whatever. And it's a huge bastard, but the fucking guns are sick on it. And it is so fast. I also had a very fast ship that was because if you want to fly B and C tier ships, you have to max out your you have to level up your ship flying piloting ability. And so B and C are on the third and fourth tiers, which though which take in order to upgrade those, you have to we'll talk about the the skills later, but like in this particular skill, you have to destroy enemy ships. So I'm on the last tier of it, and I have to destroy 30, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I'm fucking two days into this game, and I still haven't done it. So, but and so it seems I am, rare. Like I've been playing eight hours, and I'm like, oh, I just need to pick ten locks to level this up. I've picked two locks after eight hours. It's like, where are the locks? You you start finding them everywhere. I've gotten to the point where I just stopped picking locks. Because I've probably picked like 400 locks at this at this point. I'm like, I'm just, I'm done. I don't need money anymore. I have two, I have two $400,000 ships and I have 800,000 credits. And I'm like, I don't need money anymore unless there's something that costs a million that I run into. But I haven't seen a single ship be more than 400,000. So every time I see a really expensive one, I'm like, ooh, I want that. Give me it. 
All right, see other notable things? Your photos from the photo mode go into the loading screen. And I, I specifically oh, took yeah. a photo of Morgan watching me do the word puzzle in the mantis ship and so now every time the loading screen goes by i just see from her point of view just staring at me as i'm looking at all these letters on the ground i'm like i'll never forget this definitely i encourage everybody to use the photo mode and like you you know you, it, most photo modes you like take you're supposed to just take a screenshot from the while the photo mode's on but like in this one you press a and it saves the picture to the game's in-game gallery and then yeah what philip said it cycles through those things so every time i if something caught my eye like some dead bodies would be in a cool position i'd be like oh i'm gonna take a picture of this and it really it's nice because there's a whole lot of stock photos that flip through as well and I'm not sure if those are like Bethesda made those photos or if like community photos are like somehow integrated into this. I doubt oh, that'd it. That'd be cool. I thought yeah, it would be cool too because there's some, there's some very weird photos that pop up and I'm just like, that's kind of – if a Bethesda employee made this photo, this is a weird picture to like put on a loading screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. Photo mode's really cool and like it's it's pretty bare bones but – the games, the games environments are fucking pretty gorgeous in some occasions. Like you can really take some awesome pictures. Like I have some pretty cool pictures that I think I'm gonna throw onto the Instagram if I haven't already. I think I'm gonna have to reinstall the game because I checked, and this is a known issue, like ODST dropping down on the planets. Because I try to do multiple missions on different planets, and I keep sky dropping. So people are like, just reinstall the game, and it should fix it. That's like, I guess I have to do that now. That's fucking brutal. Yeah, because I don't know what I don't know what that is. What are you doing? Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of the different environments, obviously. So it's just been like a great, just a a lot of Fallout vibes because it's just been like a gray wasteland kind of. But um, there's there's an ice planet. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna set up home here, but of course I fell from the sky because I was gonna do the base (laughs) building stuff. So I'm like, I guess I'm not setting up base here. I will say, like, I like the actual, like, aesthetic of everything. Like, everything kind of has that, like, retro kind of space theming to it that's, like, really kind of cool. I do enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, it has all the science fiction trappings of, like, there's, like, sleek stuff that's, like, uh, Star Trek. There's kind of grittier stuff that's closer to Dead Space. But it Mm -hmm. also has, like, uh, the robots are chonky boys. They almost kind of remind me of like a little bit thicker versions of the uh, Star Wars was like the B1s, like the the little battle droids. But like none of its stuff is like out of place, though. Like it's it's different, but it's like the same. Like everything seems like cohesive, if that makes sense. Definitely. One thing I would complain about as far as like the designs, though, is they've highlighted like that was like last episode don't look too close about the random npcs but the, oh, uh, the npcs are just fucking aw- it's just your typical bethesda yeah. npcs like they're but all more than that shitty. the clothes are so strange like the the future fashions or whatever because yeah. you'll see somebody that looks like they're just wearing like jeans walking down the street in a t-shirt and then the <laughs> next guy will be like you know queen amidala from pat you know star wars or something like that yeah it looks like it looks like fucking uh david bowie in the labyrinth yeah and i'm like <laughs> what is this lifestyle that these guys are living because you figure like this is a normal city people generally dress the same in this type you know like i don't know what's going on in this space uh area but 
there's so much variance in the outfits people wear. And it's not even like a lot of people wearing spacesuits because that's mostly you. You you were usually the spacesuit guy. You're like Captain Shepard running into the the Citadel in your spacesuit while everyone else is just wearing like a, a nice pair of slacks. I don't know. It's it's strange how the NPCs look to me, but I don't there know what make it better. There are outfits to that you can wear. That when it, what's cool is that when you go to different cities, there are different outfits. Like the main the main cities, they there are they all have different fashions, and so like neon was somewhere that I really spent a lot of time, and I because I, I it was it's the cyberpunk city, and there's a lot of really cool fucking shit going on in neon. So. One thing that I would definitely recommend for people if they're going to start doing faction quests is that the Ryujin storyline, uh, which is the one of the Corpo missions in Neon, is really cool. And you can start that really early on whenever you're in New Atlantis, which is the first city where Constellation, that first city where Constellation is at. Um, in the main, in the main commerce section of the of the city where like uh the the bank and the newspaper and all that shit is at uh you can find little stands that let you put in at job applications so that's literally how yeah, you start is you put in the job applications so yes put in a job application for Ryujin, and uh that's a pretty awesome storyline you don't have to do it right away but it's basically like hitman splinter cell but like in cyberpunk it, it's it's pretty freaking neat like uh, i really like i really enjoyed it I'll have to look out for that. Keith, any uh, meat points you want to raise? Besides that, I think that covers everything I put in. Um, hmm. Or any questions you might have for a more seasoned <laughs> player that is Nave. Yeah, I can probably answer just about everything. Can we talk about Metal Hellsinger some more? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought it was really frustrating that you can't literally go from space and physically land on a planet. Like You basically have to fast travel to it. Oh yeah, so much fast traveling in this game. I feel like I'm fast traveling constantly all over space. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, because a lot of people have been bringing this up as a complaint, but then I look back when I played Skyrim and Fallout and stuff like that, it's like I always fast traveled then too. Yeah, but there's so, a moment where you know. can just turn off your brain and just like, I'm going to climb that mountain. Where I feel like yeah, I don't do have that. that moment here. The The only time I did have that is I, I teleported into a system because... At one point, I was trying to just fast travel to the Mantis quest, but I, I haven't been over in that sector. So you need to like sector hop along the way to different uh, yeah. systems, star systems. And one of them I popped into was the uh, Paradise system. That's, that's not going to mean much to anyone unless you played the game. But it has yeah. a, a generational ship outside of it, and it starts a whole storyline where it's this ship that left for Earth 300 years ago, but... It's a generation ship, so it's slower than, faster than light travel, and people have been born and raised, and like that's like, I don't know, a sci-fi kink of mine. I love that shit in science fiction novels where people live their whole lives on a spaceship, dreaming of a better tomorrow when they're finally going to make it to a new colony location. In the time they were traveling, faster than light travel was developed, and someone beat them to the planet they were targeting, and you know they've been traveling for two hundred years. They're yeah. ready to land. And so they're like, look, can you go tell them to get off the planet? We had dips first. You go down to the planet, and it's owned by corporate fat cats Microsoft, and they don't want to move. But they're willing <laughs> to accept the new people as slaves if you can convince them to come down. And then it tar- turns into a whole other storyline. And I'm like, man, this is fantastic. But yeah. I'm already on a quest. So then I fast travel away. 
you know, what's really cool is that, like, whenever I... Because so many of these cool locations have more than one way to end up at that location besides just random... Because you just randomly wandered into it. And, yeah. like, there was the ships. But I, from the Ryujin storyline, that's where I got to Paradiso. It was they were like, you need to go there and steal a card key from a head of, a head of security so that we can copy it or whatever they were going to do with it. And so I was like, all right, cool. And so I just fast traveled straight there. And as soon as I got there, I just immediately fast traveled onto the planet. And then like, so I didn't notice there was a ship nearby. Dude, that was going to hail me. Ship. That's what got me. Yeah. Is like, cause like, this is weird, but I love spaceships, but only yeah. big ones. Like I, one, like, one like really the, cool, one really cool spot that I had was I was traveling around and I saw this huge like kind of space stationy thing and I was like, "What is that?" And I ha- I tried to hail it and then when you- when I hailed it, it was like, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's like dead space!" And so it's I like fucking space. and I fucking docked onto it. And so what it was was it was a it was a casino, but like spacers went in and killed everybody, and so they had taken it over and they were looting the place. And I just showed up while they were looting it. And so when I showed up, I gunned them all down. And then I realized, I was like, there's a fucking thing over there. I wonder if I can, like, get inside of it. And then eventually I found a computer that had jackpot numbers. And I floated around the thing that looked like the the, the roulette wheel. And there was a little hatch that I could go into and fly up behind it. And then put, type in the numbers and then get the jackpot. And I was like, fuck yeah. And cool. then right next to it was a bunch of contraband. And so I was like... Fuck yeah! And because so, I had the mantis ship, so I was like, I fucking this is like four, this is a big forty thousand. Yeah, dude, it was a huge score. I was like, this was it was it was great. And then I just randomly stumbled upon that right, and like tried cool. to hail it. Yeah, have you have you run into Granny? No, not yet. I I remember from the trailer though. Yeah, Grant. I ran into Granny and I told her to go home. <laughs> I was like, this place is <laughs> this is not a good place for Grannies. You go you go home now. I mean, but I do. I, don't know. I love big ships. Like I think it goes back to playing Kotor with like the Ebonhawk. Like oh I, yeah, like, I like to see something like the Normandy or something for Mass Effect. Yeah, dude, the Normandy's so sweet. Like I want a massive ship where I can put all my bros and we can all have re- relationship moments, like in Midnight Suns, where Wolverine plays cards and goes fishing with me and calls me Bub or whatever happens in well, that game make sure you upgrade your your piloting skills because you need in order to get the bigger ships you need to get to sea piloting get a sea license just have a crewmate pilot it or something because they have skills themselves i don't know can you have a crewmate take you to places because i'm per- i've never not flown my ship i mean there's like a there's a nav table that you can go stand over mass effect style and look at and be like yes all right uh was it Seth oh. Green? Take me there. <laughs> and then he complains and then tries to fuck the robot. Um, the uh, have you, you guys haven't mentioned Andrea. Have, have you guys not run into her yet? What is that? Oh, I know no, Keith is that a robot. It. That's the fourth. That's the fourth companion. So no, okay. That's the I fourth got major companion. I mean, I got um, Sarah, robot, um, and Barrett. Cowboy. Did you get... Oh. oh. There's five. I'm sorry. I forgot about Cowboy. Oh, and I got Asian Supervisor Lady. Who? The Supervisor Asian from supervisor? 
the first mine. Oh, from the first mine. Oh, yeah, she's not like a major one though. But yeah, you can have her on the ship. That's what's really cool is there's a bunch of like named characters that you can just bring along. And then as you get big, bigger and better ships, you get more crew space. So that's what I was saying. I ha- I bought this is funny. Before I realized I needed to upgrade my piloting skill, I bought like the most expensive ship I could find. I literally jumped all around the goddamn fucking universe looking for like expensive ships. And I found a really nice one at Paradiso. I'm pretty sure. And I bought that one and it had six crew space, but it was a a C class ship. So I couldn't fly it out of there. So I was like, Oh, so I just got back in my shitty mantis ship and fucking flew away like a little fucking bastard. And I was like, I guess I'm going to go grind uh fucking ship kills. Then I, I don't know. But I'm almost there. And uh, I don't know. It feels really good. It's like paying off your fucking rent in Animal Crossing when you buy a new big new shiny ship. Oh and I'm God. just like so excited to fucking fly it around. Which would be interesting is I wonder you said there was a bank and I know there is a perk that gives you money like you make, or no, it, it gives you a house, but you have to make bank payments on the house. There was one yeah. of the starting origin things. Can you get a loan in this game? like a small loan of a couple million dollars and go buy a big ship. I don't know. A million I mean, is not, a lot. Well, not but, a million, of course, but yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't fucked with it. I, I, you can go into the bottom floor of the bank and there are missions where you go into the bank to, to do shit. But like, yeah, it's, it's, I don't think you can, if I had to guess, but I mean, I haven't explored the, the, the idea because I've I mean, just been rich be as fuck for a long time because right. I, I'm, I'm a loot goblin. Um, wow. another thing I, I, so I've done the Ryujin stuff. I've also done, I'm right in the middle. Uh, I'm like right at the very, very end of the red, uh, the crimson, the crimson fleet stuff. I'm like literally at the last mission and I'm just dying over and over again. But, um, I think that's all I've, I think that's all I've done. And I'm fixing to start doing either the UC, the UC stuff or the, there's the Cowboy City. So you've been to the Cowboy City since you have Cowboy Man, right? Did you join no, the uh, Rangers? He's, he's the Cowboy Man that's waiting for you with the Constellation team. The one yeah, with the girl. He, takes you, he takes you to Cowboy City. Oh, I tried to land there, but I fell from space. <laughs> oh. Yeah, then you need to restart your fucking game, dude. Um, yeah, that fucking sucks. I wonder if you have to make a new character. Wouldn't that suck? Well, I, you can get I'm gonna better I'm going to try perks. switching ships because it only happened after I got the Mantis ship. Oh, yeah, maybe. I bet you probably have enough money to get a good one. Or just fucking go go knock a ship's engines out and steal it. Because some of those bandit ships are not that bad. I don't know. It sounds very grimy. It's not a... I mean, it, it, they, if they attack you first. <laughs> they attack you first, then fuck them. All right, all right. Uh, we need to probably move this along. Uh, notable things. Oxygen as a resource. Very nice. I think that was yeah. incredibly well, well done. In yeah. Instead of it's, it's just stamina, but I like how like, but you can go negative. You use it up. Yeah. It goes into the negative and then you start getting hurt and then it's like cramping in your fucking little thing. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Oh my God, dude. Also my old design is like, I wanted to be a space ninja. I want to be sneaky. I want to use melee weapons and I want to just like, you know, sneak up on people or whatever. But of course, my sneaking skill is dog shit, so I get spotted instantly. But to level up yeah. your sneaking skill, you need to do stealth hits. But I can't do stealth hits because I have melee weapons, so I can't get close enough. So it's incredibly <laughs> difficult. 
Well, anyway. you just got to get a pistol and just pew, and then switch Dude, that's to your what melee I do. It's like I have to, I guess I got to shoot him, blow myself, and then I go up and I start hitting him with the melee weapons. But uh, You can have silenced weapons. I haven't got that far. found one yet. But in you the first area, in New Atlantis or whatever, I jumped off a little railing and broke my ankle. And, <laughs> and then for the whole next mission, I think it was like the Mantis mission, I was crippled in my ankle or whatever. And so I would lose oxygen while I was crouching. Or something like that. So, <laughs> so it was like while I was stealthing, the whole time I kept just like, because <laughs> I'm like losing oxygen while I'm like, and I'm like, well, there goes my build, I guess, even though my build was pretty dog shit. You just got to use the paste. Use the paste on your on your. I didn't know heat. what to do. And the thing is, like, it, it gives you. It doesn't explain the system to me. It's like, hey, be sure to use this thing to cure ailments or whatever. And I'm like, let me see what I got to cure it. And I look in. It's like I got my antibiotics. I got my butt paste. I got my rubber body. You know, I got all this stuff. And so I'm like, I better eat. I'm gonna eat my pills. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna use my Vaseline. And none of it cured it. And I'm like, what's happening? Turns out you got to get a, a a pressure splint kit which I didn't know existed until I picked one up <laughs> and it gave me a tooltip. Hey, you got the thing that can cure my ailment. And I'm like, Oh, so the other stuff was just wasted and didn't do anything. So I well, feel like you read it, the descriptions. It tells you what they fix, but also be, there are just yeah, well, cures ailment. And I'm like, it, what ailment? Well, it depends. Cause some of them will be like, this cures concussion and migraine and, and COVID-19 and all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, but like, uh, they also are icons too. So it's like, it, like if it's a laceration type, I uh, like, if you are like wounded, like a laceration type thing, it'll be a red triangle. And then you just flip through your aid until you see a red triangle. And if oh, you don't so have you anything, you're just like, Oh, never mind. Or like, there'll be a yellow one, which I think a yellow triangle, I think is lung damage from gas or something or getting depressurized or whatever and then you just flip through and try and find that so there are like there's a blue one and a there's a whole bunch of different little icons because there's like head trauma and stuff it's 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 okay i mean like i don't know it's like if 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 you like it being granular, then it's really immersive. But I don't read most of the things that I'm flipping through. You know what I mean? Because I've got the squirrel brain. And so I'm kind of just like hauling ass through everything that I'm trying to do. I hate reading in this game. Like anytime, like you'll open up a, a, a person's dead body and it doesn't give you any stats of any of the items on there. So I don't know what's good or what's bad, yeah. but I'm already at like max weight because I've been picking up every bottle cap I can see. So I don't want to pick up Grindel number nine, which is like a machine yeah. gun. But this one is a modified Grindel. And I'm like, just looking at this dead guy's body, it doesn't give you the stats. So I don't know how it's modified that is actually um, better or worse than my current Grindel that I already have that is already a modified Grindel as well. Well, whenever you whenever you're looking at the body, you can press X, I think it is, and that opens up your inventory because it's like to I don't to know what, what it says. Yeah, well, the, it, you can compare from there. I mean, but like oh, it's, no, that's your, it's originally your insert for, it's, menu. Right. Yeah, to put things into his pocket. But since you're in there, it shows you what the what <laughs> okay. the thing is. So that's usually that what thing. I do. But uh, usually, if it's not blue or purple, it, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, and that's if what it's I've been going random, on. If it's a gun that doesn't have like modified or calibrated, I'm like, ah, eh, I just fucking leave it there. Who gives a shit? All right. But um, 
Another thing, of course, in like Oblivion, you could put things in your friend's pockets. And also, if you're on your ship, you can put things into your cargo hold from your Yeah, I didn't know that for a long time either. And I'm like, I've just been carrying all this stuff, like nine different guns for no reason. Yeah. They finally figured figured out encumbrance. It only took them 25 years. (laughs) Dude, the encumbrance is actually really interesting because in this, it just drains your oxygen more and you can't fast travel. So it's like yeah. you're overweight and you start walking and your guy's just like, I can't breathe. I'm going to pass out. And you start draining health while you walk. And I'm like, man, it's tough. It is It is. It is very sad, though, every time. So that's one of the first things I maxed out was the fucking income. I got max. I got max load. I got the max load. <laughs> you got the max oh, load. Oh, another thing is like you talk about like, like your ship has a limit of encumbrance as well. You can't overload your hold. But yeah. I don't think there's a limit of just dropping stuff in your ship because I have been <laughs> collecting things and putting them in my ship whenever I see them. Like, like all the stuffies? Sp- yeah, the stuffies, the desk yeah. assistants, the Newton's cradle, just anything that like looks remotely interesting as a 3D model. <laughs> you know, it's starting to look like the, these, the Smash Bros trophy table. In, you know, <laughs> just yeah. stuff, except I can't place anything where I want it. So it's just falling in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got a bunch of stuff rolling around in the back. I remember one time I was over encumbered and I was on a mountain on a moon and I was just like, I went into my inventory and I just dropped all of my minerals that I had, like my all my iron and gold and platinum and they all fell out in front of me and started rolling down and I was like, woo! Like just fucking, I fucking jumped over it and I was like watching it as I was floating over it so in my zero, almost zero G, like doing a drone shot. <laughs> which by the way if you upgrade this is awesome i saw uh, david jaffe the creator of you know god of war and twisted metal he was playing this game and he did a he showed his build of like he's maxing his jetpack first and he's on a moon fighting and he is just fucking a mile in the air sniping down on people and i'm like holy shit that's so cool it looks so fun like just having a maxed jetpack ability and just being in a low gravity environment, fucking murdering everybody. Pretty cool. I don't know. The combat's bad though. I think everyone unanimously. It's a little, agrees. it's a little goofy. It's very Fallout. <laughs> yep. Uh, the enemies do fall down a lot though when you hit them with melee weapons, which I approve. <laughs> do they? Yeah, I got they, a shot. I do. I have this fucking Doom Eternal double barrel that shoots four bullets for some reason, even though it's a double barrel, and I load two shells into it every time I shoot it. Don't worry about it. But but it shoots explosive rounds, and I just went through this ship with all these robots, just bah, 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 just fucking, and they're like ah, ah, fucking flying around. It just like ragdolls them every time I shoot them. It feels so good, dude. And it is like a it is like a uh, a low. It's similar to Oblivion, you know, when you level up and like the weapons turn into Elvish and Dwarvish and Draconic. So now you have whatever. an Elvish boomstick. But no, that's what I'm saying is I have like the Elvish shotgun, but this shotgun I'm using is like literally the first type of shotgun that you find. But it is just strong. Yeah. yeah, the Coachman. It is just so fucking strong. Like it is like the strongest weapon I have by a lot, and I don't know why. I don't know what happened to it. Who made this person so fucking angry? But all right, we need to keep this moving. So I think that's enough meat points. Let's take a little break and then we can hit our final little words. Music plays. Boom, 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 boom. We need to start saving some time. We're past our hour 30. Starfield. I'll take these first final words. Now, I've had a pretty bad first player experience with it. I've had a lot of glitches, I've had a lot of struggles on the side quest. 
overall not an enjoyable time but it actually hooked me back in with the dang generational ship finishing the mantis quest line and seeing that you're basically space batman now going to all different planets realizing that i actually like the companions for all the fucked up stuff that i experienced i had a lot of enjoyable experiences too so it's weird to go through so many extremes where this game is basically unplayable to me in some ways, but I still want to keep playing it and keep trying it. I am going to completely delete it from my hard drive and reinstall it, even though it's like 80 gigs or whatever it is. Like, I don't care how long that takes to download, but I'm having a good time. I recommend this to everyone. I assume it's only going to get better with patching. I hope so. But it's on Game Pass. You have no reason not to try this AAA type business. I probably am not going to play it very much, like if it's a last year on it, because I'm still working on my backlog. But I think it's always going to be installed for the next year or so as I pick it up and play a couple hours here and there. So it's recommend, but I'm not going to be obsessively playing this. Keith, how about you? So, like I said, I wasn't like very, I wasn't hyped for this game. You know, I was going to play yeah. it, and because I. I don't know. I don't know if I would consider myself a fan of Bethesda anymore, but like they've always kind of had like this sort of pedigree. Right. So I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going to check out Starfield at some point, just not now. And so then I did play it for the show, some of it. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to play this. (laughs) So like if it came down to like recommending it to somebody, it's like, well, if you didn't like Sky or Skyrim, if you didn't like the Elder Scrolls stuff because it was way too fantasy, and then you tried to fall out and you're like, I don't like post-apocalyptic stuff, but you're definitely into outer space, check out Starfield. I mean, if you like Bethesda games, if you are a fan of the style that Bethesda is known for, you're gonna like Starfield. But like to me, this is incredibly like this is the same game they've been putting out for like 25 years, but it's in outer space. Like when when uh, yep. Todd Howard was like, this is Skyrim, but in space, like he legitimately meant that <laughs> like uh, for word for word. So, I mean, it's going to be somebody's favorite game. Like there's really nothing wrong with it. I personally could not be any less interested so it's like now that i have played like the little bit that i have i don't think i'm ever gonna come back to it at this point i understand i understand you think the skyrim guy is gonna you think skyrim guy who ate the pizza is gonna come play this game for years oh hell yes he's definitely gonna be in this yeah (laughs) i bet too nave recommend not recommend final words before i do that i got a couple of steam reviews oh god percy jackson says can't wait to bump into my character from skyrim that got launched into outer space by a giant <laughs> and then uh m zogi says for every star there is a field john starfield those are the These only are pretty two good I, reviews i remember yeah pretty good um so i highly 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 recommend this game obviously i'm having a i'm i'm putting a lot of time into it I wouldn't say the game is very fun, but I think it's incredibly engaging for somebody who has kind of like a scattered mind like that, like just likes to wander and then kind of just do whatever fancies his brain at the time. 
like there's so much content there's so much there's so many different missions and a lot of the missions are very interesting and fun it's pretty easy as if if you're like well versed in games to pick out the missions that are just like hey i lost my purse in the bar can you go get it oh thanks for getting my purse here's money you can pretty much spot those like from a mile away you're like i don't i'm not gonna do this thing but there are many there was one mission like where i i randomly flew to this place a ship hailed me and was like hey i need help with these spacers and i killed the spacers and then he's like look we have three like basically crime families but these spacers came and fucked up all of our all of our like satellites and now we can't communicate with each other we need help and then i eventually make i fixed all their satellites and then i got them all onto one person's ship negotiated a peace treaty between all of them and then went to war against the spacers and this was just a small little side quest in a random star system that i was exploring because i saw that there was a jupiter planet and i wanted to take a picture from the moon of jupiter eclipsing the sun right and so and i was just trying to take pictures that's all i wanted might have been on an edible (laughs) but so there's a lot of like really engaging kind of like moment to moment like uh whatever emergent gameplay that pops up emergent narrative and stuff like that and if you're looking for but if you're looking for a game to like actually sit down and explore like a like a no man's sky or a star citizen this probably isn't the game everything that they do a lot of things in this game but they don't they aren't the best at anything that they're doing all of it is just serviceable passable but the stories that they tell inside of these uh inside of these quest lines are pretty compelling to say the least. And I think that I'm probably going to get all of the achievements in this game before I'm done playing with it. It's probably going to have a lot more. I'm probably going to put at least two or three times more time than I've already put into this game. Just they just fucking around. Um, uh, but I do understand that this is a game that's going to be boring to a lot of people. And yeah, this, that's fine. Yeah, for me, like this game is going to live and die by its story. But like all of the systems and everything around it, I was just like, I don't want to even play this to get to the story. <laughs> so. It takes a while to, because like I said, there is there's not a lot of onboarding, so it takes a while to really get a handle on how things function and how things work. But it's like one of those games, like Philip was saying for uh, last week about Amnesia: The Bunker. Where it feels like the game, it feels like it's my fault that I don't know. Like I just I just have to understand and it kind of makes sense because it's like you are just exploring the star system and doing all of these things for the first time, even as you in your characters like I mean, you can be playing as space dandy or cowboy bebop or whatever if you want. And then that doesn't make sense. But like in my in my head canon, my character lived on a planet for a long time uh, on the in a UC colony. And so it's like he doesn't know much about the star system. So I didn't know how to do the thing, and I was, like, learning as I went. Obviously, there's a lot of YouTube and Google tutorials and stuff, so you can do that as well. But it's like if you ever need – if you ever have a question, like, Google it, and usually there's, like, five or six sites that are there to explain in detail what you should be doing. And that was to make sure that the tutorial wasn't 12 hours long rather than five hours long. You know what I mean? The tutorial is huge. Make it sound pretty refreshing, especially compared to Skyrim, which was, you know, designed for sky babies. Everything was super simplified. Yeah. There was like no complex systems. 
Yeah. Well, that's another thing too. So like some of these missions, I didn't like some like I it's like you got to stealth through this place, get to the top, plant this thing, then sabotage this thing and steal this thing and then escape from the roof through the vents. And I was like, I can do it. And then I would fuck up on the second step every time because my stealth is too low. And I'm just like, fuck it. And I just sprinted, just fucking fucking injecting painkillers into my arm every time I took 20 bullets to the back, fucking sprinting past every guard. I was like, I'm not fucking doing any of this. As long as I don't kill anyone, it'll be all right. But um, stealth, like yeah, stealth one hundred. There, there's so many goofy little things that can happen, and like all the like Bethesda moments are there, like with you know the NPCs doing sh- stupid ass things or ragdolling off of the face of the planet or getting stuck in the floor and stuff like that. All that stuff is still here, but this game is definitely the least glitchy Bethesda game I've ever played. Even though Philip is in the middle of an insane I mean, bug that I've never yeah, yeah Philip's in glitch hell, unfortunately, but. Uh, yeah, I love this game so far. All right. And with that, Keith, I want to thank you for coming out for a game that you barely played. And yeah, it was great hearing really you guys. Uh, this is the best podcast I ever listened to. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, that's not, you know, I've heard that one before, actually. Like, I remember when we invited, what was it, Chris from uh, One Hour One Decision out to talk about Human Fall Flat, but he actually hated the game. I just saw that he had oh, played yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you, play, you want to talk about Human Fall Flat? Get in here. I thought you were talking about Robert. Oh, yeah, Robert, we also had him on. But we Robert, a few episodes ago, he was like, I was just, I, this is like a, just a live recording for me, like a live podcast for me. I was just enjoying hearing you guys. I mean, had I, I wish I had had the time to play more. I, I definitely would have played more of it. So I would have had more context for what you guys are talking about. But I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm sure this stuff happens in this video game. <laughs> yes, this sounds like a video game that exists. It's funny because it's like which it's like two of these people have a kid. Can you pick it out? Can you pick them out? One hour thirty seven, seven hour fifty eight, two days, eighteen hours thirty five. Which one doesn't have a kid? <laughs> oh, one complaint or nitpick. I'm I think on the character saves, it since I have the game quick resumed, if I don't have it like paused during the quick resume, it will keep the hours on the character. So it's like I, oh, my really? character says that it has like 28 hours played on it whenever I've only played seven hours of the game. Okay, yeah. Well, Xbox Xbox keeps track pretty good. Yeah. Not that it's a big deal, but nitpick. So anyways, back to that. Dear listeners at home, Keith has a great show. He goes in, he does way more research than we do. Like I didn't even have the notes finished before we started recording today. <laughs> Go listen to Main Quest. He covers a lot of games that maybe you, you've never even heard it before. Like I didn't even know that much about the Mario land games until I listened to his episodes on it. And since then, They're I've very old. And played them. Yeah. They're very old. Very uh, old. I'm covering my, my childhood library of games. So some very niche games. And as I go along, uh, also the pot, I was listening to the golden ax episode. I fucking hate golden ax, <laughs> especially <laughs> the Genesis like version. video game, by the way, what's oh that? The Genesis version. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I played that. It's uh Oh, I think I'm thinking of gauntlet. Oh god, it's oh, fucking good. awesome. Yeah, yeah so I got that's those mixed up. Yeah. Uh Golden yeah, but the one as I'm looking like through all the Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. But t- about your old games, go on. Yeah, no. I... <laughs> Let the old man talk. Uh as I'm playing through these games, I am realizing that I had shit taste as a child, but um yeah, it's it's a lot of very old stuff for the most oh, part. Oh my god. Also, I listened to an episode a while back. Sorry, this is turning into I remember on this one episode that you talked about years ago, but <laughs> You talked about uh, Ghosts and Goblins. 
uh, yes. playing through that, and that came up on the pod as a discussion. Oh my god, it did, yeah. Yeah, where we were talking about fucking Ghosts and Goblins sucks, and it was about this little boy getting paid by his father to beat Ghosts and Goblins, and the emotion draining from his face when he realized he had to beat it again. Yeah, twice. You reliving that on the pod was <laughs> it was exquisite, Chef's kiss, because I don't like Ghosts and Goblins. I never beat it. I don't like the game, but it's just funny. I get it. it. I get it. Yeah. I have a weird fascination with it. Like I don't, I don't like it, but I don't hate it either. Like I would never play it twice in a row. Never. It's insane. Insanity. You didn't happen to play Torok Dinosaur Hunter, did you? As a kid? Not yet, but you're on the list. Oh my god, I could talk about that all fucking day. I'll beat it again. <laughs> yeah, but you're not in 64 era, right? You're still on... Uh, no, not yet. I'm still, still in the 16-bit era. Yeah. Alright, but dear listeners, go check it out. Links will be below. He covers way more detail than we do in our show. With that, Nave, what are we playing next week? Also 100% less Chris Chan and 9-11 talk. So, That's uh, not true. <laughs> oh shit <laughs> a surprising amount of metal talk too metal is metal is the way i remember being whenever i first got in this podcasting community that i was so uh shy about my my music taste and then i realized that like a bunch of us listen to metal and i was like oh shit should have just been talking about this fucking all the time i thought i'd be on, like on one of my recent episodes i had a mailbag question and somebody asked me what my top five favorite concerts were and in the middle of me listing off my concerts i went into a huge ted talk about the new wave of american heavy metal scene in the early 2000s i love that that was my favorite part of that episode like with your experience as a uh, photographer like getting coverage dealing with producers and everyone else i'm like man this is a side of the industry i didn't even know existed being like a were you like a freelancer most of the time or Yeah. yeah it was all freelance stuff yeah that's wild. We need to get him in, into into contact with the Pex pals because one of them owns a venue in California or a bunch of venues in California. So he's like intimately knowledgeable about about the metal scene down there. And then he hosts a podcast about Apex. Yeah, about Apex Legends. <laughs> uh, what a guy. All right. And with that, Nate, what are we playing next week? Fuck if I know. It's uh, Super no Mario stars, Man 2. No, Stars for Old Man. What was that game? No. The other one where you can actually land on the planets. It's like no man stars. No man, the, no man stars. I really don't no remember star. the name of it. It's one of those. No, no stars. man's sky. That's it. No man's sky. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. No, star. you got <laughs> no stars allowed. No stars for old men. Yeah. We're going to be playing with that and uh, talking to the play along boys. We really need to set up a date for that. Yeah. We were supposed to talk about this before Starfield so that it would be like, like a cool retrospective before we jumped into this, but then the times got mixed up, and then now we're just now gonna be like in Starfield, you can do this, you know? Yeah, now it's gonna be a big comparison thing. <laughs> and with that, thanks for joining us in the Sweet Call Partners. Maybe next time we can all spend two hundred years in a spaceship and still be late together. <laughs> Story of my life. Bye.